This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is a Tuesday. It is July 27th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Atlantic City Police Department arrested four men, including a Pennsylvania police officer, on charges of attempted child luring. On Ju- uh, July 22nd, police say the men were caught after an operation was carried out by a concerned citizen group affiliated with the Colorado Ped Patrol, whose members pose as underage children on social media sites. The four arrested were 51-year-old Jose Machuca of Hyattsville, Maryland, 26-year-old Samba Tremiani Ramason of Atlantic City, 49-year-old Eugene Pulley of Philadelphia, and 54-year-old Clifford Horn of Chalfont. Horn worked as a corporal with the Central Bucks Regional Police Department. The Citizens Group says the man identified as Horn went on the Grinder app to arrange a meeting with the underage child for a quick sex act. Hmm. He allegedly sent a picture of himself in his underwear and arranged to meet with a 14-year-old boy. The Central Bucks Regional Police Department declined to comment on the case, the Bucks County District Attorney's Office said it assigned personnel to assist New Jersey authorities with the investigation. All of the four suspects have been released and will appear in court in the near future. Thomas Fellows, who has helped Atlantic City Police and other departments across the country with similar cases, says he founded Colorado Ped Patrol almost five months ago. My brother-in-law molested my son seven years ago, so that's the reason I do this today, Fellows said. So far, his efforts have led to 40 arrests of this type across the country. I don't know if I could... I mean, that to, to, to immerse yourself in that world and do really good work trying to catch these people. But imagine that's your, that's your nine to five yeah. living in that world. In that world. I yeah. know somebody who, who did that yeah. Yeah. Uh, did, for a while, right. and it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's hard to do. He said it was harder than counterterrorism. Like, yeah. Literally yeah. dealing with the worst people, people in the world, and this was worse. And yeah. you know what? Thankfully, there are people like this who can do it. Yeah. Yes. yes. And do yeah. it as their yeah. jobs. U.S. Customs and Border Protection, Border Protection agents detained five stowaways at the Penn Terminals in Eddystone on Monday afternoon. The men were taken off of the container ship called the A.S. Petra, sailing under the Liberian flag. At least one of the men had a leg injury, and all of the men appeared to be suffering from dehydration. 6ABC had their chopper overhead, and the men could be seen in handcuffs sitting next to the ship, some of them barefoot. No additional information was available. Some hospitals and health networks in the Philadelphia region announced a mandate for employees to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 as cases begin to rise across the country. The University of Pennsylvania Health System says it will require all employees and clinical staff to be vaccinated against COVID-19 by no later than September 1st. Jefferson University Hospital sent a notice to employees last week informing them that the vaccines will soon be required. Einstein Healthcare Network says 75% of its staff are vaccinated, but a decision to mandate vaccines has not been made. Temple University Hospital also hasn't made a decision to require shots. Starting September 15th, Virtua Health says it will require all 14,000 plus members of its workforce to be fully vaccinated against the coronavirus. The Department of Veteran Affairs on Monday became the first major federal agency to require healthcare workers to get COVID-19 vaccines. Employees will have eight weeks to get vaccinated. In sports this morning. Hold on. The Phillies beat the Washington Nationals in a walk-off win last night in the ballpark. 
Andrew McCutcheon hit a three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth inning to give the Phils a 6-5 win over the Nationals. Reese Hoskins also had a three-run home run for the second-place Phils, who are three and a half games behind the New York Mets in the, Na- the National League East. The series continues tonight, and Matt Moore gets the start at 7.05. At the Olympics, in the 100-meter breaststroke, Lydia Jacoby, a 17-year-old Alaskan who 18 months ago planned to go to the Olympics on a family vacation, upset reigning gold medalist Lily King. Jacoby outraced King, the world record holder, and touched a few tenths ahead of the favorites. That's wild. Right? And there was video of her hometown. This is what they're doing. When, yeah. uh, they're, they're, they have you know cameras in the homes of these yeah, athletes, yeah, yeah. and they just went nuts. It was great. Sure. That's awesome. And the U.S. women's basketball team won again. The winning streak for the world's top-ranked team is now 50 games and counting in Olympic competition. The Americans beat Nigeria 81-72 to in the opener for both teams. It was the first time that a team came within single digits of the U.S. since a four-point win over Russia in the semifinals of the 2004 Athens Games. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. All the smiling faces are back together once again. We got Nick in the studio and Marissa Magnata on the other side of the glass. The happy family all returns. <laughs> How long has it, has it been over? Like about a week? There's or? a handful yeah, yeah, of days. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a couple of days last week and, uh, and today. So uh, we had some little split. Everybody's all suntanned and <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> shiny bright from a couple of days. I'm pasty white. And you're still so white. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we are happy to be here today on this Tuesday morning. Tuesdays mean we got some free ink to give away. It's President Steve Tattoos Day, so a chance for you to win. A uh, gift certificate worth $350 from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So if it's been your lifelong dream to have Preston and Steve tattooed on your body, this is your day. Carpe diem, friends. You text the word <laughs> tattoo to 39333. What? You mean the potential Hall of Fame Preston oh, and Steve? Oh, I mean that very okay. show. Oh, yes. wow. Okay. Now that, that puts it into perspective. Right? It does. So uh, just text the word tattoo to 39333 and you just might win a little bit later on today. A few other things happening. We are going to chat with our good friend Kevin Smith this morning. Uh, Kevin is going to be checking in around 9 o'clock. He's got Masters of the Universe to talk about and also Clerks 3 yeah. now in pre-production. We had uh, read a story the other day about the plot details, and uh, we'll get a little bit more into that nitty-gritty with Kevin later on this morning. Uh, we also have a meet-and-eat today. Our friends at Stella Artois. by, And they're bringing with them the Irish Home Bar and Restaurant. Some goodies and a lot of really good food. We will be having bacon-wrapped stuffed pickles today. Wow. On the wow. How about that? I've never heard of that before. So it says pickle spear <laughs> stuffed with cream cheese and cheddar wrapped in bacon served with horseradish aioli. That's a handful. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah baby. Uh, Irish pub nachos and seared tuna and braised short rib and all these other wonderful breakfast Holy foods hell. that we'll be having uh, this morning. But they have brought uh, gift certificates, gift cards to give away. So we'll have your chance to win with that this morning. Listen up to call in and grab some goodies. So uh, that stuff and more taking place. We, we wrapped up the... Uh, Harry Potter signing up for the Battle of the Self-Proclaimed Experts. So uh, we'll make sure that we get that underway on Thursday. So maybe if you entered, details coming soon to you, two people, and we'll find out who's going to be the champion here on the show. Um, so let's take a break, come back in a second, and get to the entertainment report along with a stupid question, some stuff for you to win. We won't be gone long, so hang in there. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. 
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so for the stupid question, we're going to give away a season three of Star Trek Discovery on DVD. And actually, you're going to have to finish a quote. That's All what right. we're going to do, okay? I like it. So finish this quote. Give me a break. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Right? Finish uh-huh. it. 215-263-WMMR. Let's say, I'm sure you do. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. Give me a break. Give me a break. Do you know the answer? Can you finish that? Some birthdays today on Tuesday, July 27th include A-Rod. His birthday is today. Alex Rodriguez is 46 years old today. So, you know, he and Jennifer Lopez have battling yachts. I think it's off Saint-Tropez. Yeah. yeah he's I've out. Got, I've got news yeah. coming up on that mm. in just a moment. But, uh, yeah. The, her yacht's in bigger. Sa- in Saint-Tropez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's 46 today. Uh, you also have uh, Peggy Fleming, the Olympic gold medal Winning ice skater. Always liked her. Yep. Uh, she turns 73 years old today. Did she do any acting or am I off on uh, it? She might have flirted a little bit with it. Sometimes. I know she played Sasquatch on Six Million Dollar Man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that was Andre the Giant. Oh, I Another get those athlete. two confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was I a thought great he was an ice skating Olympic star. skater as well, but uh, she's uh, 73 today. <clears throat> uh, Steve, it is a big, big birthday in the world of television entertainment. It is Norman Lear's ninth. <laughs> 99th birthday. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A big one for That him. bucket hat really keeps you uh, alive, I right? guess so. It's his signature look, and uh, maybe it's doing something for uh, his virility, but he is uh, he's the man behind so many great television shows. Well, you know, yeah. All in the Family and Jefferson's and One Day at a Time and on and on and on, but, you you know, he wrote for some of the seminal TV shows like the Beverly Hillbillies. And, no kidding. Like, many shows in that and I think he goes all the way back to your show of shows, wow. the Sid Caesar. So yeah. he's he's been around forever. He's a mainstay. Just the magic touch. Yes. I mean, he's just one of those people that had great ideas and follow through, and and was able to creatively make them happen. Wasn't he honored with uh, a special Emmy this year or some sort of award? Because you know Jimmy Kimmel's been remaking episodes of his classic series. They performed them live. Yeah. And so he's back in the public eye again. Wow. 99 years old wow. today. Yeah. Norman we should also Lear. be so lucky. And he's yeah. smart as ever. Yeah. Uh, you also have uh, actress, comedian Maya Rudolph. Love her. Uh, she turns 49. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. She's been in lots of great stuff. Saturday Night Live, obviously a big one. You know, she's great in case. McGruber. Uh, <laughs> yes. She is his ex. His, his or, ghost, or, ghost wife. Yeah. The... Oh, that's right. You have the clip of them. Hey, 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 hey. Wow, wow, hey, wow, hey, wow. That's my. And they're on a tombstone doing that. She's right? a ghost. He's yeah. humping the ghost of his ex-wife, and like the groundskeeper's walking. All he sees is MacGruber <laughs> thrusting his pelvis towards the tombstone. <laughs> One more time, if you would, please. She's so great, man. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. 
She's 49. <laughs> it's great. Uh, singer Bobby Gentry, who sang Ode to Billy Joe. Yeah. I just love that song. I, like, I, still, I still listen to I it from lo- time to time. It's weird and, and, yeah. and, and like... It put it puts you in a different frame of mind. It's got you this, don't know why he jumped off the bridge. It's got this trippy sound to it overall. But uh, she is uh, seventy nine today. Uh, Bill Engvall. Oh, uh, great! Yeah, he's been on the program many times. Comedian and actor, blue collar comedy tour guy. He turns sixty four today. He hosts a uh, game show now. Uh, actor Jonathan Reese Myers, uh, Bendit like Beckham. Um, he was in Match Point, The Tudors, a bunch of other stuff. He's, he's, he's stumbled with the booze a couple of times. It's uh, he's been upfront about it too, but it's, it's had some issues. He's in, in a, his life. I forget the name of the movie. He, a movie with John Travolta where his head is shaved, and Travolta's like a super badass in this okay. movie. And it is a great movie that no one, a lot of people have not seen. Hmm. But for as straight up action and Travolta being. Like, as badass as he's ever been, it's worth seeing. Uh, he is 44 today. Uh, Nicola Coster Waldo. I, I guess that's how you say his last name. I never have known. But Jamie Lannister. Wow. On Game of wow. Thrones. Wow. Wow. Uh, he was so great on that show. You just, he's one of these characters that you love to hate. Uh, but he also was this conflicted character that after a while you go, okay, maybe I see why he's such a jerk, but he could be ruthless. Those are the best villains. You gotta have a little snippet of something you can connect to. Otherwise, they're just cartoons. Yep. He, he, He has this really great, uh... Line where he talks about you know you're you're told to uh, to protect the king and you're right. spo- you're supposed to protect the people but what if the king tells you to kill the people and you take these vows and what do you, how in the world are you supposed to deal What do you freaking do What what do you want from what me What do you freaking do I'm conflicted So he is 51 today Last birthday on the list is professional golfer Jordan Spieth He turns 28 years old. I remember when he won the Masters and he was 21 years old. <laughs> and I remember seeing him as he won and his, like, his college buddies, his yeah. teenage Holy buddies hell. come over and I'm like, those dudes are going to yeah. party tonight, man. 21 and he just won the, the Masters. What are, uh, he has local connections, right? Yes, like his, We've his, talked about it before, I think, but yeah, his he was uh, co-owner of Pat's Chili Dogs. That's not it. Oh. <laughs> no, his uncle lives in I think it's Warminster, okay, uh, in, uh, in Bucks oh. County, and uh, yeah, Dennis worked with him for a little while. No way. Is, yeah. he, is he married to uh, Gretzky? No, 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 you're no, thinking no, of no, uh, Dustin, Dustin Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Oh, okay, but there's yeah. always local watch parties for Jordan yeah. Spieth when he's doing well, and uh, it's no cool kid. to see people, yeah, rooting for for him. And even though he didn't grow up here, people around here seem to to like it. Like the guy and root for him. Yeah, wow. And I was playing just like Jordan yeah. Smith yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, I was just piping it, man. Uh, <laughs> he's he's 28 today. Happy birthday to Jordan Spieth. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, you just need to finish this phrase. Give me a break. Give me a break. And I'm going to go to Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. Now, I won't give anything extra, but if you sing it for me, I'll be even happier. Give me a break. Give me a break. She got it. Well done, Victoria. Hang on a second. And we're going to give you season three of Star Trek Discovery. A lot of people don't know in the Enterprise, Kit Kats were currency. Absolutely, they were. Uh, Amongst the Romulans. On DVD, we're going to give her the must-have collection. It includes deleted scenes, behind-the-scenes featurettes, and cast interviews. And you can own it now on Blu-ray, DVD, and limited edition Steelbook. And that is from CBS and Paramount Home Entertainment. 
We'll start with the royal family news. Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's second child, Lilibet, was officially added to the royal family's line of succession website. Lilibet has been added to whatever Preston just said. The uh, royal family lines of line of succession website. Yes, the seven-week-old absence of set some royal watchers. The Cosby? <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the English Cosby. Yeah. Uh, who said it, uh, who saw it as yet another cold shoulder presented to Harry and Meghan. Socket. Uh, she now ranks eighth behind her two-year-old brother, Archie. Above are Prince Charles, Prince William, and his three kids, Prince George, Princess Charlotte, and Prince Louis. And one of the Gallagher brothers from Oasis. And then Prince Harry. Kate Middleton and Meghan are in the line as they married into the family. Uh, it, says, or it says are in the line. Oh, they, they yeah. They aren't in the line. They're because, not in line. Right, yeah, instead of being born into it. Uh, the pair are reportedly working on a four-book deal. Uh, in addition to film and podcast projects with Netflix and Spotify, we touched on those yesterday. Now, you might think this is a royal snub, but not so fast. Sarah Ferguson says uh, the Duchess of York understands why she wasn't invited to the 2011 nuptials of William and Kate. She understands. She was the ex of Prince Andrew, William's uncle. The wedding happened not long after she was busted offering an exclusive story on Andrew to a reporter in exchange for almost $700,000. Remember yes, this? Yes, it was okay. a big scandal. Yeah, and she said... Uh, I didn't think I was probably worth to go to their wedding. I took myself to Thailand, actually, to be far away from it so that I could try and heal. Uh, she goes on to say that she's much more comfortable and confident than she was in those days and is able to make better decisions. She said, I, it's a very good moment because I'm free. She's still with me, that person who thinks she's fat, ugly, and disgusting. And she still has to have her hair done to talk to you, but... She's now not so vocal. The truth is, I'm 61 years old, and I'm free of this self-sabotaging Sarah. She was a Weight Watchers spokesman for the longest yeah. time. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I always that. liked her, but, you know, too. listen, it's probably best for her that she got away from Prince Andrew, considering all his Jeffrey Epstein. Well, it uh, says stuff. here, she also remains loyal to Andrew, who hmm. has been linked to the late pedophile Andrew Epstein. She said, there's no question that we remain steadfast to each other in loyalty, integrity, and honor. There you go. Mm-hmm. I don't want him anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. But publicly, we stand united. Uh, but she she understands why she wasn't invited yeah. to that wedding at the time. You know, I mean, it's... What, what you gonna do, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Scott Disick booked the a, more royalty booked a personal appearance Friday night at Gaffney's in Saratoga Springs. It is a mid-sized eatery that serves an onion ring tower for eleven dollars. Well, then you got to have Scott Disick there. And then he canceled when the restaurant failed to supply the private jet that he had desired. <laughs> a private jet. For an onion ring tower? So he wanted a ride from the Hamptons. The restaurant said they didn't have a jet, but they still tried to locate one. Disick's team then said he'd supply his own ride. But then uh, on the day of the event, the team called and said that they needed a helicopter. Oh, no. Uh, What are you going to do? The team at Gaffney's did their best, and then they were told that Disick could get a ride. Shortly thereafter, they called again and said he couldn't make it. So Gaffney's, home of the $11 onion ring tower, (laughs) is reportedly furious, and they are mulling legal action. They should go after him with everything they've got. Where is Saratoga Spring? Uh, Upstate New York. York, All right, so 
couple hours away from where yeah, they might be. Uh, yeah, yeah, an hour less. Oh, yeah. No, no, really. If he's taking a like a, a, a plane or oh, something. Oh, he's taking a plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah if he's well, driving. Be short. I was yeah. thinking driving. Uh, uh, the, the, driving yeah. is probably a nightmare. Okay. So he needed his private jet. Well, Absolutely. Listen, I probably would have been like, let me see if I could get a private jet for mm. this drive. Listen, though, you're, he's Mr. Onion Ring in, yeah. in, in, in you know, entertainment. Everyone knows Scott Tissick is Mr. Onion Ring, so you need him there for your a tower. Oh, wait, yeah. It's so funny. We refer to my friend's husband as Scott Tissick. So, like, now that's what, <laughs> when I call her, I'm like, where's Scott? Is he home? <laughs> and that's what we call him. <laughs> Just so to bust his balls? Or... Yeah, yeah, Does yeah, he have totally. a personality? This is a friend of yours? Oh, yeah. Because Scott Tissick yeah. is bereft of a personality. No, I know. But, like, you know, just like the these things. Like, uh, I'm not going unless I have a helicopter to take <laughs> me. Oh. <laughs> uh, speaking of lavish luxury, as Steve was saying earlier, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are both celebrating their birthdays in Central Pay. But they're doing it separately, as fans no doubt know, considering the volume of paparazzi shots. J-Lo is celebrating on a yacht with Ben Affleck. Rodriguez is celebrating his birthday and Minnesota Timberwolves sail there, too, a source tells people. So you're saying that they have competing yachts? Competing yachts, so the much more expensive, larger one goes to Jennifer Lopez. Okay. So, but 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 Rodriguez, A-Rod, has like a battalion of people and women on his. So is J-Lo posting Instagram photos and videos of her yacht on her own Instagram account? Because A-Rod sure is. Uh, yeah, he's have him sliding down and doing workouts and yes. surrounded by women. There have been pictures, though, If you, you yesterday, Nick, you weren't here, but... You know the Jenny from the Block video where uh-huh. Ben Lopez, uh, where Ben, ben Affleck, Lopez, yeah. yeah, Ben might as well. Uh, ben Affleck and her on on the yacht. Right, they were sort of replicating that, but they're not putting them up on their own social they're media. Not. They're not. No, they're, yeah. they're, therein lies but the difference. A Rod, A Rod showing yeah. off. Okay, so uh, they apparently Ben and uh, Jen are having a beautiful trip. Uh, yeah, of ins- course, insiders tell People Magazine the pair were engaged, but uh, broke up in 2004. Of course, days before their wedding, after Lopez and Rodriguez broke off their engagement, Affleck and Lopez got put together. That's the history of it all, right there. But they're all listen. We can all feel comfortable in knowing each they're having a good time in San Tropez, <laughs> and they both have oh, their God. yachts, so no one's their yachts. Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Uh, Britney Spears is officially asked for her father to be replaced as her conservator. Thirteen years after uh-huh. he assumed control of her life and finances. Uh, the star's new lawyer petitioned the court on Monday, a month after Britney, Britney alone. after Britney broke her uh, public silence on the arrangement, calling it abusive. Uh, in court papers, Matthew Rosengart described the conservatorship as Kafkaesque nightmare. Mm, good uh, reference. He asked for accountant Jason Rubin to be named conservator of Spears' estate. Uh, the estate was listed as having cash assets of $2.7 million dollars and non-cash assets of more than $57 million. Did you see the topless photos that uh, Nick's uh, yeah. showing them to me right now? She's uh, she's holding her, doing a hand bra, but... And yeah. that's, again, this is her own account. These yeah. are paparazzi shots. You know, she... Uh... Well, that's A-Rod's account, actually. <laughs> no, but she's putting it out there. They're still weird. I think if you really want to show your stability for a legal case that's going on right now... Seriously. Topless shots. Who is taking the photos? I mean, she's... I think this boyfriend, yeah. right? Like, yeah. he's... They're always the shots above. With yep. Brittany, you know? Yeah, Always. that's a more flattering yeah. angle. So it makes her look like a seven-year-old, though. You yeah, because she the face she makes kind of like. Oh, hey, well, little buddy, I'm here. I want to say hi. I'm doing okay. And she's always had a, a little girl right look about her anyway. So. Can I have a pop tart? Mm. So she's doing more goofy dance videos as well. So mm. that's her thing. 
so according to uh, his website, Ruben has experience in handling complex trust portfolios yes. and cases involving financial exploitation of the elderly. Uh, the move to replace Jamie Spears is expected to be the first stage of a broader strategy to examine the validity of conservatorship as well. I think so, she's, wor- she's worth something like $65 million, right? Well, I That's said it? they have non- non-cash assets of more than $57 million. Okay, all yeah. right. Uh, so public support for the star has surged after her emotional court testimony last month in which she said she had been drugged, first forced uh, to perform... Mm. Against her will and prevented from having children. She said that uh, she wanted her father removed from his role, claiming that he works me so hard and had threatened to punish her if she didn't follow his orders. The petition to remove him from his role comes just two weeks after Mr. Mr. Rosengard, a former federal prosecutor, took over as Brittany's uh, lawyer. You know, you hear about the dad all the time. Isn't the mom still alive? And, And you don't really hear about her that much, right? It's always the dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, by the way, this was the first time since 2008 that the singer has been allowed to select her own lawyer. So, it's getting underway, and they started that stuff up uh, yesterday. So, uh, Issa Ray is a married woman uh, from Insecure. The yes. actress and producer married fiancé Louis uh, Diame in the south of France over the weekend. Saint-Tropez? Uh, don't know. Maybe. Did maybe they get everybody too? in Saint-Tropez. Yeah, they I might know. be. Uh, Issa announced via Instagram, A, impromptu photo shoot in a custom Vera Wang dress. B, my girls came to help me, but they all coincidentally had on the same dress. They were so embarrassed. C, then I took a few flicks with somebody's husband. Big thanks to uh, White Eden Weddings for being so gracious and accommodating and making this feel so real and special. Vera Wang herself later confirmed that the nuptials were real. The Wanger. Those, Those nuptials are real. Uh, commenting on Issa's post, you look ethereal. Wishing you and Louie continued happiness and joy in your new life together. Love your caption. Other I should have wore a red tuxedo for my wedding. Look at this guy. Other Pretty. celebrities had uh, congratulated Issa in her comments. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one to pull off. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, I'm but sorry. he did. Who's Issa Ray? She's from Insecure. She's the actress and producer, and she's done... Uh, a few other things. She did the Misadventures of an Awkward Black Woman, I think mm-hmm. was the name of that. I think so, yeah. Uh, so she's uh, she's kind of an, um, a Up rising star. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other celebrities can uh, confer- or congratulated her as well. According to E! News, some of the guests in attendance included Issa's Insecure co-stars, Yvonne Orji and Jay Ellis, who shared photos of the looks from the event. Oh, so magical. LeVar Burton. Made his hosting debut on Jeopardy yesterday. He did. I yeah. watched it. I'm so happy for him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have a clip we're going to play here in a second. After thousands of fans had lobbied online for the former Reading Rainbow host and Star Trek The Next Generation actor Red Place, late Alex Trebek, Burton was announced in the lineup as a guest host. Uh, and following the announcement that he would be, take on the hosting studios, he had tweeted, I'm overjoyed, excited, and eager to be guest hosting Jeopardy. will do my utmost best to live up to your faith in me. Uh, when he took the Jeopardy stage Monday night, he continued to express his thanks and gratitude. Let's play a clip from him. Is this uh, an this, intro or is this, this during gameplay? This is his first few seconds on stage after being announced. And now, here is the guest host of Jeopardy, LaVar Burton. As a longtime viewer of the show, I am thrilled to have the opportunity to guest host Jeopardy. 
And I'm proud to be here to honor Alex's legacy. And I'm going to do my best to ensure that these talented Jeopardy contestants enjoy their moment here as well. When he spoke with uh, Good Morning America ahead of Monday night's broadcast, he admitted that his standard of excellence is so intense and his initial approach of hosting was to try and be as good as Alex was. However, he says, that's an impossibility. The man had 37 years to perfect his mastery. Uh, But he added that his wife was very transparent about her thoughts after (laughs) watching his first taping. She said, eh, it wasn't you. And she said, thank God for marrying a woman who will tell me the truth. Uh, He said after hearing his wife's input uh, going forward, he just tried to be as much LeVar to the moment as possible. I can agree with that. He he he, he seemed a little nervous. He he did a solid job. But I would say a little bit more LeVar wouldn't be bad. Okay. Uh, So he continues through the rest of the week. Yes. Gets his shot at it. Seriously wants I know. the job. I, know. I mean, he seriously wants it. Yep. Uh, this is pretty cool. Uh, follow up on this story about Norway's female handball team. Yeah, uh, they've been fined for not wearing the official dress code demanded by the Beach Handball Euro 2021. I'm looking to play a little handball. <laughs> uh, the team has been fined around 175 dollars per player for wearing shorts instead of the required bikini bottoms, which I don't may. Get this. Which uh, many call a totally sexualized approach by the Federation. So stupid. And also, if it was a rule, like, first of all, didn't they know? Yeah. Like, they they went into this willingly, right? Knowing they would get fined? Yeah, 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 yeah. They said they, yeah. they were doing it uh, in, in defiance yeah. of the rules. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the shorts they had on are these little tight, like, why can't they wear them? They wear short shorts. I know, it's dumb. Uh, the Norwegian Handball Federation has publicly supported the team for wearing the shorts and announced that they would pay... Uh, the fine for the players, but singer Pink huh. came forward on Twitter and announced that she is going to personally pick up the tab How and about pay that? the fines for them. It's a drop in the bucket for her, but it's yeah. a cool gesture for her to do. So I thought that was pretty cool. So. I mean, over the over this thing, this seems such a. I, I get their rules and so on and so forth, but I can't see that there's any benefit either way yeah. if they like the shorts, playing yeah. the shorts, and they're kind of like they're like. Bike bicycle shorts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're, they're skin tight. They're not going to impede their movement at Tons all. Tons of ninja boots. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> uh, Universal is set to pay $400 million for the rights to a new trilogy continuing the story of The Exorcist. Uh, the new films will see original star Ellen Burstyn reprise her Oscar-nominated role as Chris McNeil alongside Hamilton's Leslie Odom Jr. Interesting. As a father tracking her down when his daughter is possessed. So they say it's a lot. It's sort of a blend between the original Exorcist and the TV series The Fall Guy. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which oh, I think is going to be interesting. <laughs> okay. So like a... Uh, um, a stunt a, exorcist. An exorcist will jump on the hood of a car, right. hang on, and then puke all over the windshield. Right. To block the demons. The driver view. can't see. Exactly. Yeah, so... Uh, no, but... The, Interesting, and that Ellen Burstyn's being is going to be a part of it. That's yeah. kind of cool. And uh, Leslie Odom, by the way, he played Aaron Burr in uh, Hamilton. Right, very very talented guy. Is he playing Aaron Burr in this as well? Uh, he is. Yeah, Aaron Burr is back. Aaron Burr, get me some holy water. <laughs> uh, the first film will be released in cinemas on October 2023, with subsequent films possibly going straight to Peacock. The power of Aaron Burr compels you. The franchise will be ushered in I by. David Gordon Green, who directed the new Halloween trilogy starring Jamie Lee Curtis, reprising her her role as Laurie Strode. Uh, Rather than a reboot or remake, the new films are described as a compelling continuation of the 1973 original, which made over $440 million at the box office and won an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay. Yeah. 
Previous sequels and prequels have failed to win over either audiences or critics and will be ignored by the direct in the direct sequel. There was also a television sequel that in good. 2016, which no. ran for two seasons with Gina Davis. There's only, uh, but none of that is going to exist in this world, in this film. There is one legitimate, I think, um, movie in that run, which is Exorcist Three, which is Legion. It was written and directed by William Peter Blatty, who wrote the book The Exorcist, and William Friedkin directed that. So that is good, but I like that they're just starting like a direct sequel. So, let's see. The news follows on from Netflix's $450 million deal to retain the rights uh, for the next two Knives Out films. Huh. As competition between streamers heats up next year, we'll also see a similar relaunch of the Scream franchise. <clears throat> franchise Nets from Paramount. Uh, the Scream Bert- stuff petered out, I thought. I just didn't like uh, the first no, one did. was fun. Yeah. Second one was okay. And yeah. then there was no need for any more after that. I, listen, I will say that... Um, it's been nice having these things re- being released on and streaming platforms. Yes. But after going to see Black Widow in the movie theater, like, I miss that. And, I, I you know, yeah. I, I want more of that. So, uh, I, I don't know. Like, You know why? You know why I think personally? Yeah. Fewer distractions. Yeah. Uh, when you're at home, it's easy to get distracted. Even if you are paying attention, something can come up, or you can just you know pause it and stroll and go over to the you know the kitchen or whatever. Right, right. But that being in the movie theater, and mm. I am I'm going to be focused on this for the next two hours. Yeah, is there something to it? You yeah. Know? Well, there's My, also that sometimes you want that communal sense, you know, of a reaction, you know, yeah, and yeah. and you may not get that at home. And, and sometimes you want your little snicker bites yeah, while yeah, you're there in the dark. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're a snicker <laughs> bite you, guy. You can make peepees a lot easier. You yeah. know what the problem with snicker bites is is you there are like there's the ratio from wrapper to candy is uh too much. Too much wrapper to candy in a regular snickers bar far oh, no, less no, wrapper. No. You get the bag of them. Well, see, that's... Uh, and they're not wrapped. When they're individually wrapped, it, oh. it pisses me off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fun about stuff. Wait, I didn't know yeah. that existed. Yes. Oh, in the bag? You yeah. Can yeah. Get yeah. Them yeah. In the movie theater. Yeah. You got to bag your nuts. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're excellent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a mm-hmm. peanut M&M kind of guy, but uh, I, I, you know, I'll try a Snickers bite. All right. Yeah, in fact, it says on here, unwrapped bites. Well, yeah, those, yeah. They oh. have those now. They'll cost you $20 at the yeah, movie theater. Yeah, that's where you get a good first. Yeah. Uh, Burston, by the way, recently won acclaim for her role in the grief drama pieces of a woman, uh, drama called Pieces of a Woman, uh, and will next be seen in the Showtime series The First Lady of Sarah Delano Roosevelt alongside Viola Davis, Michelle Pfeiffer, Gillian Anderson, and Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, Odom Jr., by the way, was recently nominated for an Oscar for playing Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami. And will next be seen in the Sopranos prequel, uh, The Many Saints of Newark, and Knives Out 2 as well. Some good stuff coming out. I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, as uh, let's go to Bachelor and Bachelorette uh, Nation. Now you're talking. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, so as Michelle Young's Journey to Love journey. approaches on The Bachelorette. Love you. ABC love journey. <laughs> announced the 35 <laughs> men who will be vying for her heart. Uh, the they men, don't love you the way I love you. The men range in ages from 25 to 36. Those are numbers. They all are <laughs> good. They all hail from the U.S., Canada, Jamaica, and the Dominican Republic. Where are those places? Not. <laughs> You're in the U.S. What? You're here in the United States. U- U.S. means United States. Oh, I thought it meant us. No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you spell us U.S., but. What? Anyhow. <laughs> Uh, so there'll be a U.S., Canada, Jamaica, and the Dominican Republic. 
Not all. I think U.S. Americans don't have maps. <laughs> Not all will appear on the show, which bows October nineteenth on ABC. Who's hosting that one? Is it is David Spade is doing some duties, right? For, for yeah, uh, I'm not Bachelor sure. Bachelor Island or uh, yeah, whatever that Intercourse I think, Island. I think it's Bachelor yeah, Island, yeah. right? Something. Uh, like that. But I, I don't know who's going to fully uh, wield this particular one as far as hosting duties go. All right, don't count on this. Uh, when E.T. asked Dwayne Johnson about rumors that he'd jump back into the ring for the WWE. Would you, would you ever go back into the ring, Dwayne Rock Johnson? Uh, he said there's nothing. Uh, but his Jungle Cruise co-star. What does that mean? I don't, Emily Blunt. That's your answer to a direct question? <laughs> there's about nothing. About what's going to happen in the future? What? Repeat the answer. So he had, he had he was asked rumors. What, that did he, your head hit the turnbuckle? That it Rumors that he jumped back into the ring for the WWE. He said, "There's nothing." There's nothing. Yeah, All that's right. I mean, that would bring him back. I guess so I wait. don't know. Uh-huh. So he's saying, "What is there anything that could that could lure you back into the ring?" And his uh, answer is, "There's, there's nothing. nothing." That's gotcha. what I think. All okay. right. I don't know. Uh, he doesn't know. Uh, Et, how did you phrase the question? I don't. I, I don't know. Man. All right. Uh, his Jungle Cruise co-star Emily Blunt held out hope with a bonus and said, "It's going to be me and him." None of this means... It means garbage. Yeah, so... It's terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, the movie does look kind of fun, though. It looks uh, like a lot So of what fun. they're trying for is their, their new Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Yes. Yeah, see if they can uh, get a few movies out of it. Oh, uh, you think they're ever going to do an It's a Small World movie franchise? What would they do? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> that would be the worst, because you have the, the seminal... You have the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is a seminal attraction at the original mm-hmm. Disney World. Yeah. Disneyland. And this one, another seminal attraction... Yeah, yeah. I'm Space Mountain? Uh, maybe. Could you do Space Mountain? Maybe. I mean, the name, I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah I guess you right? could. What What else is at that level? That's oh, a good question. Well, they did, I, they I did a realize. haunted... The Haunted Mansion. They did the Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so here's something maybe they could do. Maybe they could take a Parking page. lot? Not parking lot. I think what they monorail could, monorail <laughs> Sorry. yeah possibly no what I think they could do is maybe take a page out of the notebook of like let's say a Shrek or a Toy Story or something along those lines where they create this universe where all of the Disney characters are together so you can have but you, would you anachronistically you couldn't have the pirates with the same people who are involved with the Jungle Cruise. Right? Uh, um, but I think Steve's question is what ride? Yeah. Oh, what ride? Yeah, because Pirates of the Caribbean was a ride. It was there, a ride. There was no story. Oh, re- there, there was not a book. None of that. It wasn't, it wasn't a movie. Yeah. Uh, so they, they took a ride and they made it into a franchise. Okay. And so they, they attempted to maybe do that with the Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Um, this, it clear, it, they're clearly setting up a franchise. How about Avatar? That's right. right. Yeah. No, uh, Tower of Terror. Have they done anything with that? Because that's a full story uh, behind that. I mean, it's not as an iconic ride as some of those earlier ones, but uh, Mm. you go into, when you go in and and get ready for the ride, they they show up a short film that shows his family, his hotel, and there's a lightning strike and part of the building disappears. Yeah. You know, this is a story behind it, but. I love that stuff. So we talked to, who did we talk to who was responsible for coming up with the story, some of the stories? Um,. Oh, they already did a Tower of Terror. There we movie. go. 1997. Sticks! Yeah, I guess so. Steve Gutenberg's finest work. <laughs> That's right. <it> sticks! <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure which other rides in that realm. I mean... It's Disney, though. If there's money to be made and a story to be told, anybody that could do it would be Disney. Every time you log on to Disney Plus and you see the franchises that are under the the banner, it's just insane. Yeah. All right, what else we have here? Uh, Emmy Rossum is introducing her baby girl to the world and asking people to get vaccinated. The shameless star shared a shot of her baby with husband Sam Esmail, writing, When I was pregnant, I got vaccinated. Not only did we have a healthy, beautiful baby girl, but we also just learned our daughter now has antibodies. I saw this post, and I was. Um, this, is, this is the first I'm hearing of a baby yeah. getting the antibodies from the mom having the vaccine. Right, and I guess maybe that has to happen while you're actively pregnant. Well, yeah. Or breastfeeding. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know. I mean, it, I mean it makes sense it makes sense whatever goes into the mom's body is, is right is going right into the that's baby, interesting so. Yeah. So, yeah that's cool uh Esmail that's then cool. shared a message as well asking others to get vaccinated well wait and and her message was uh stop being an irresponsible idiot and get the vaccine ah. <laughs> all right and then one last story let's go with uh this one uh revenue for the Peppa Pig owner Hasbro surged 54% to $1.32 billion in the second quarter. Uh, Peppa Pig and Newbie's Cruel Summer and The Rookie are seen as part of the success, plus toy sales related to Marvel and Disney's The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Black Widow. Uh, So this is, um, uh, these are, you know, like action figures and stuff like that, I would assume. (laughs) Who the hell gets that stuff? Yeah, right? Uh, I ordered my uh, new Captain America you know, uh, Falcon, you know, his, his, his now Captain America, right, his new right. outfit is so kick-ass, so Hot Toys has released a version of that. It'll be on Kathy's desk in a while. How big is that? <laughs> uh, it's a, like six scale, like these these small figures that I have next to me. On, okay. You know, All right. Small. Can I ask you a question about Endgame and uh, everything kind of afterwards? Because, sure. Uh, so, <laughs> there, everything after Endgame is indicating that Captain America is dead. But he's not. not. Not necessarily. The okay, then Sarah Lee, tell me. Sarah, <laughs> uh, I mean, he could. There, there's funny rumors that he's on the moon. Uh, they, they make a lot of reference in the other uh, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. They make reference to it in um, that he's on the moon and all. Yeah, like kind of as a tongue in cheek joke. Uh, but um, there, there are rumors that. Uh, are we supposed well, to get into this? No, now, but I mean, <clears throat> there's every. I, I I had no perception that he was dead. Oh, I, really? I, because I, listen, in in the last Spider-Man movie, they he was in the in memoriam. Huh? Yeah. They they there are a lot of um, sort of tongue in cheek jokes as to what happened to him. Uh, but the only actual dead people, spoiler alert, are uh, Iron Man and um, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. We clear on that? Yeah. I have no idea. I know. Just checking with Kathy. <laughs> Peppa Pig. Uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, so, anyhow, let's get to the clips. Are ready? Mystery clips. Mystery clips. Mystery clips. All I right. have no. <laughs> I have no information in front of me. Time to play mystery clip. That means we play the clip. Uh, if any of us here in the studio knows who it is, raise your hand. Right. Try to see if you can get it correct. I'm going right. to donate a hundred dollars to Max Fund if anybody can get this first one. All right. Oh, okay. All right. All right, here we go. Both of them are young and in love and head over heels and in a crazy circumstance. And you know, I can say for John B, he's not the smartest person when it comes to making decisions, and definitely makes irrational um, choices from time to time. So um, I think that'll keep moving forward in season two. 
Mm. No, no. I'm at a loss. Uh, it says here, Chase Stokes. Oh, everybody, you know. Chase Stokes. Who's... Uh, Marissa has the description on who Chase, Chase Stokes, Stokes is. is from what? All right, let me go to her. All right, after a year-long break, Outer Banks, Banks oh. returns with more oh. drugs, God. love, fighting, and friendship. Chase Stokes plays John B. for the second season. He's John B. Oh, Outer Banks. Outer Banks. This was okay. the show that I thought was like, a, it turned into a real-life Scooby-Doo, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I think Chuck told me it was kind of yeah. fun as far I as I watched tweens. a little bit of it. I was enjoying it. I watched it with my son, and yeah, uh, yeah it's... and, and, and like John B? I don't know who John B is. Right. I don't know who any... I only watched like two episodes, maybe three. Right. Uh, it just seemed to... It, you know, like Scooby-Doo. Like a little Scooby-Doo. <laughs> well, you guys are all in luck because season two streams on Netflix this Friday. Excellent. Right. Next mystery clip. Let's see if we can guess who this is. Here we go. It felt sort of pleasurable because partly because the material is so, so kind of irreverent and funny and uh, there's something quite, quite radical in a way about the voice of the writer. So I felt there was something kind of joyful about the process, I suppose. All right, Steve. I'm going to go with Emily Blunt. Oh, close. Uh, close? Close in the sense that uh, you got the first name right. Ooh. Emily. And uh, the right nationality. Uh, I don't know who it is. So I'm going to look. It is Emily Mortimer. Uh, never uh, Emily Mortimer. <laughs> uh, let's go to the description for Marissa. All right. Based on a 1945 novel of the same name, The Pursuit of Love documents a friendship of two cousins. Emily Mortimer was explaining uh, transposing the novel to the screen. That is also streaming on Amazon Prime this Friday. And there you have it, friends. Wow, wow, wow. Mystery Clips Day. We strikeout, but uh, we gave it a shot. All right, and with that, that's our entertainment report. We're going to take a quick break and remind you, we have a chance to win a Preston and Steve tattoo. It is Tattoo Tuesday, and that is from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So text the word tattoo to 39333. And since we were talking about Jungle Cruise, we have a screening of that movie tomorrow night. It will be at the UA King of Prussia at 730. If you'd like to go, I'll be callers number 13 and 14 at 215-263-WMMR. And those tickets will be yours. We'll be back in just a second. Get what you want when you want it. MMR on demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush. Sarah's Rock Breakdown. MMR Podcasts. The latest videos and interviews with your fave artists and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. I'm going to roll out uh, a couple of charts. I have a All few. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll spread them out through the uh, the morning. But uh, here's one that says, hey, good afternoon. My brother Craig lives in St. John's, Florida. He is a longtime listener and prophet of WMMR. Unfortunately, he's having a difficult time. He has been in the hospital since July 5th. He underwent some major surgery and now has uh, contracted COVID-19. Please help us make his day brighter by sending him a huge Tom Jones shard out if you can and let him know that he is in our hearts and praying for a fast recovery. That is from Carrie, John, Hunter, and Peyton. Uh, who are all from uh, Barnegat, New Jersey. So all right, can we Tom do it, Tom Jones? Jones? Yes, we can. We can order that one up. Here we go. All right. Craig, hang in there, my man. All right, and then one last one says, uh, Hey, Preston, I know, uh, I would like to know if I could get a shout out on 728 
for myself and my girlfriend. No, you're getting it on 727. Uh, we are starting our 14th year as a couple. Aww. If possible, could you please do it around 8.30 or 9? Got it. No. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing it now, and hopefully someone will tell you. This is from John Chirico, uh, and he says, uh, Thank you very much, Johnny C. and Diane in Palmyra, and he finishes it with, P.S., who's Lou? So he wanted to know that, who's too. Lou? So we have uh, a shout out for you. All right, and uh, yeah, I'll get to some other ones right. later on. I haven't, we haven't heard from Lou in a he, while. Uh, he just posted something. I saw, I, mean, I guess it was yesterday, but Marissa put it up on her Instagram account. Is he uh, on a yacht in San Tropez? Yes, yeah. He <laughs> was hanging out with, with A-Rod, and uh, no, he was listening, and he had a, a screenshot from his car listening to the show, so thank you, Lou, for listening, as always. Nice. All right, um, I got this article. Steve uh, sent this over to me. It's very interesting, and it concerns gift cards <laughs> and forgetting to use them. And you will be you will be astonished, maybe, at the totals of what they have done as far as studies go of gift cards oh, wow. that haven't been used. According to a new Bankrate.com poll, more than half of U.S. adults, 51%, forget about using them. And that leaves wow. around $15.3 billion oh in God. value Unreal. on the table nationwide, oh my God. which adds up to approximately, if you think about the average, though, Per person, a value of one hundred and sixteen dollars. Wow! But the good news is, it's actually down from last year. It was even more than that. It was one hundred and sixty-seven dollars per person in January of twenty twenty. So, uh, with how are you with gift cards? Terrible. Yeah. Have, uh-huh. So I I set up a system that I thought would help us out. Right. So um, Rochelle bought. It's kind of a a metal grid. And it's on our wall, right. and it has clips on it. Right, okay? you can stick them on I that. Said, I said, let's hang up our cards, because we always forget. We used to keep them in a drawer. Right. I didn't yeah. know what we had. I never yeah. saw them. I'm like, we put it by uh, the door that goes out to our garage, so you're going to see it on the way out. And, oh, yeah, I'll grab that and go. We still have tons of them. Tons of them, I know. Loads of them that are up there. Now, every once in a while, every few right, months, right. I'll kind of stop, and I'll take a look, and uh-huh. I'll go, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, there's a Primo's one. We should get lunch, you know, Jeez. or something like that. And and we've got loads of them. And I finally went through recently and got rid of because some of them aren't just gift cards; they're like gift certificates. Like, like someone had given this to me, or I won a free round of golf at a golf house, right, or something right. like that. And I got rid of the ones that expired. And a few of them had been up there for like three years well, and expired. And tweeter I just appliances, I can yeah, get rid of yeah, that. I can get rid of that one. <laughs> um, but there there are plenty. And what I need to do is categorize them, like you know. Restaurants, yeah. services, you know. <laughs> this way it'll be easier to forget about them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> but I ne- we really should take advantage of that and use them. I use the, like, Visa gift cards, American Express gift like, something that's just used as cash. I will find something, and I won't just use it, like, if I'm going to, you know, like, Target or something like that. Like, I'll sure. use it for a bigger purchase to make it seem like I'm not paying as much. No, no, no. I, 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 oh, I, yeah. I high five on that. I will say this, though. Um, I've gotten much better at it. I have, I keep them, you know, a lot of times I'll keep a couple of ones that are pending just regular with my money. So it's right yeah. there. Right there. I will, yeah. I will force it to be a large bulge in my pocket <laughs> so that I'll, that I'll do it. The thing that I use all the time is if I get Amazon gift cards, yeah. you can just take the number, put, put it into your account well, that's when it on gets... the website 
and then you're done. That's you when it gets used, when yes. you can put it right into right. an account. Otherwise, That's the way to go. Like the restaurant ones, I same thing, Preston. I have them in a pile. And wait, I moved them from my purse because I was like, why am I carrying these around? I don't ever use them. And I was like, I'll put them in the car in my, you know, like center Cup console. Holder? Yeah, that, I can that forget way, them there. Well, yeah, that way, <laughs> yeah. like if I'm pulling up to a restaurant, I'm like, oh, wait, I have a gift card for that. No, I forget. I go to the restaurant, I pay full price, and the gift card's still in my car. With the Amazon thing, I don't put those in the same, I don't put online purchases in the same category as no. gift cards. No, because these to me are like, I'm going somewhere, I'm right. going to use this in person. So, but to you that point, I mean? like my wife every Christmas will give me physical Amazon gift cards and on the back is another uh, my component. Yeah, I know that, right. but I yeah. mean, like, like I, I don't, I, uh, that's easy. That's, right. that's very simple to do because <laughs> right. you're going to order tons of stuff Stuff that you can do that. And it's just yeah. transfer it over, boom, it's in there. Like I have these, like we have the, the Dunkin' gift cards. Yes. Well, now oh, they're on an app. Right. Yeah, and perfect, it's right? in there anytime. Uh-huh. It's really easy as opposed to, oh, yeah, I have this card over here. Yeah. I, I, I equate them differently for some reason. The I mean, Amazon- just quickly, and I'm sorry, just yeah, yeah, jump right. in. Dollar-wise, Kathy, how many unused gift cards would you say you have right no, now? No, for, for Amazon? Or just in general. Anything. Oh, my God. I uh, Would you say you fall in the $100, $100 no. range plus? Oh, $100? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how many physical cards do I have? Right, if I don't you were know. to add them up. I would say I probably have about 20, 25 in my car right now. <laughs> Shame on you. And Miss wait, money and, conscious. <laughs> and you know what? Um, one that's been sitting in there, and I won't get rid of it because I'm like, I want to use this is a capital. It's like a two hundred dollar capital grill gift card. Yeah, like I want to use it, but I don't make a reservation. <laughs> I've yeah, had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I've had it for years. Wow, you and gonna... I don't even know. I mean, I know that there's uh, some of them can expire, but I think if it's like a gift certificate, they can put an expiration it's, on it's, it. We've easily got fifty of them hanging up on our. Okay, thing. easily. Wow, yeah. wow, yeah. I've yeah. got. I've gotten better. I've had my moments. I used to. Here's my thing. If I put it in my bag, I'll have it with me all the time to remember. And that never worked, Preston. I had like a like a a deck of cards. I had so many, and a lot of them had expired. Case, I'm sorry, you were going to say something before. I, no, no, okay. we are well past that. Wait, and you know what I do too is like there'll be like two, three dollars left on a card, and I won't. I'm not going to throw it out. So then I'll throw go, it out. Wait, no. Then yeah. I'll go to like a store to purchase something, and I have like ten of them, and I'm like. I'm not sure how many are on these. And it's like, you know, the purchase is like, you know, $15. And then he's like, now it's thirteen seventy eight. Now it's twelve twenty. Like, I just keep handing the gift cards yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. text says, wife and I just moved, found hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars in gift cards and that we completely forgot about. Uh-huh. This, to me, falls Preston into the realm also of like, uh, and I don't want to go off on a tangent, but these are the things that really annoy you. Like, you know you are... You're you almost like a bit of a failure. I have this stuff that I could use. And then it's like when you get your bill and you see you've you subscribe to different services. What is that? What am I paying for? All that stuff just gets away yeah. from you. Marissa? Uh, I'm so guilty of this. I don't know if you guys remember. We talked about this a few years ago because I had actually posted an Instagram of all of the gift cards that were sitting in my house. And you guys challenged me to just, like, lay them out and just go to those restaurants or go to those services. Right. Um, I did it once. (laughs) And and literally just a few weeks ago, Matt, like, just grabbed it. just a stack of them on the counter. And he was pulling them out. And Kathy, like, Jackie Bam Bam gives us a a, a Victoria's Secret gift card every Christmas. They stack up. I have them. (laughs) Because what it is is every year I'm like, oh, I'll use it for the semi-annual sale. I miss the semi-annual sale. And that's what I buy them. Um, I just found one the other day 
that I was given um, from Beasley as like a social media success. They were doing a monthly um, of a post I made when Chris Cornell died. And it was just like a American Express gift card. And you're still that sitting on still that. Sitting yeah, which is, and that's basically, <laughs> that's money. That's basically what but it is. See, the, but those I use, like those, put it with your, your credit card. Yeah. And then when I go in for my credit card, I'm like, oh, wait, I have this gift card that I can use anywhere I go. Right. I think I just want to make them special. Like, oh, I won this award. I want to go to like a nice dinner and whatever. And you're making it special by never away. spending it. Yeah, it's that special thing that you hold on to forever. You know what you should do is go to Capitol Grill with Kathy and then. You guys can celebrate together. Yeah, um, yeah. You can cover the overcharge. And wear lingerie when you go. <laughs> By the way, Capitol Grill, this text says, Capitol Grill will work for Longhorn, Olive Garden, Bahama Breeze, Seasons 52, and others. Oh, okay, wow. yeah, yeah. Some of them, they're, they're umbrella. Like, if you get a Gap uh, right. gift certificate. Old Navy. You can use, exactly, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Preston, in this article, does it say whether or not it's good for these businesses to have these unclaimed gift cards? No, it doesn't. It doesn't I, mention that anywhere. I wonder if, if you're a big box hardware store and you know that you're going to give this amount away... If you build that into the, like, you must build it into the annual budget, right? I, like, I think there's probably a level of consistency on lack of return. Right. That, that, so for them, it, it's basically people donating money to these places yeah, because, right? because but, they're not, they're, they're not coming back. But do, or do they want them to come in because they're going to spend over that? Right. They're already getting that money anyway, right? Right. I, I have a $50 Wawa gift card at home right now, and it, it was given to me for my birthday. It was really nice, and I will spend that $50 at Wawa. However, if that was given to somebody uh, and they didn't use it, Wawa just makes that money, yeah. that 50 bucks. That's it. They must build that into their budget somewhere. It would, it would be a wonky thing to depend on, but, I mean, over the course of years, because I – the stigma that used to be attached to gift cards, I think, has passed for the most part. I, I oh, love totally. getting them. I love them. Yeah. You I know, think it's as you age, too. That's what you don't need people I to I have pay. my pudding at 2 o'clock and I watch Matlock. <laughs> if you guys have a load of them, we should, oh, we like, should. all bring them on in and do a, a trade. Maybe we can yes. Swap out ones that, yeah. uh, you know, I might have ones that you want. You might have ones that I want. I'll, I'll see your Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because uh, your I got bed bath beyond that's closed and mm-hmm. can't use it. Yeah, borders. I have a borders <laughs> gift card. You know that one's probably not going to be cashed in anytime soon. Wait, we should do that. Let's bring them in. Yeah, we for should. years my brother-in-law would give Claire, my wife, and I. <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's wrong with my throat today, but um, a twenty-five dollar Christmas twenty-five dollar gift card to uh, Barnes and Noble, and it was so predictable that one year we gave him back a fifty dollar. <laughs> And he, it didn't register. He didn't yeah, get it. He, it didn't register. It was a stocking stuffer for yeah. you. By the way, more than half of millennials, 56%, haven't used their gift cards with an average per person value of $139 compared with 52% of boomers at $113, 40% of Gen Xers at $112, and 46% of Gen Zers at $81. It, it, it so uh, it, it's wild how, I because I, I certainly do know people who get, very excited and just love the idea of running off and spending it immediately. Like, oh, I'm going to spend this immediately. I kind of feel that way because I feel like yeah. if I don't, I'll You're forget gonna, about yeah. it. Yeah. Then they will in that drawer. Yeah, that's what the experts recommend. Yeah. You get a gift card, use it use soon it. Yeah. because it's you're eventually going to forget about it, Marissa. I just found that post. It's from January 9th, 2018. There are at least three businesses that have gone out of business, including yeah. <laughs> Lord & Taylor's and a couple others. Um, but I do know that this is happening with, remember when they were selling all those gift cards at the beginning of quarantine? 
Yes. Like a lot of local municipalities were saying, buy this, you know, visit media gift card and then go to the restaurants. Well, people aren't going to the restaurants. And the whole point of that gift card plan was so that after quarantine, when, when things would open back up, you would go and spend money huh. instead of just spending it in the moment. So if you bought any of those, go spend them. Okay. Ninety-five uh, percent of those who said they had unused gift cards, vouchers, or store credits responded that they expect to eventually use them. Uh, that figure includes more than half who plan to use them all, which is fifty-one percent, and far fewer, thirty percent, who plan to use most of them. Uh, a senior analyst for CreditCards.com, uh, Ted Rossman, and Bankrate.com is surprised at the amount of unused gift cards, vouchers, and store credits uh, fell by about twenty-five percent. Since early 2020, he had expected Americans to uh, accumulate even more of these during the pandemic. I said more downtime at home and a greater focus on personal financial matters may have encouraged people to spend their balances. He said, my advice is generally to use gift cards, vouchers and uh, credits promptly. The longer you hold on to them, the more likely it is uh, that the store will go (laughs) out of business. The value will expire or you'll lose track of it. You ever get you ever get like a gift certificate to a place that you know you a you would not go or b it mean our money exchange. When we got married <laughs> my my wife and I we got and it was a wonderful gesture but we got a gift card from a place that was a high end art dealership a high end oh, art dealership yeah. Yeah. for like twenty five dollars and I'm like. <laughs> There was not. There was a little mouse, little like cufflink right. by the register. That was about thirty dollars. <laughs> That's only like one. Yeah, yeah, like when you go to Tiffany's, there's a little yeah. section for you know just the pedestrian. <laughs> for you, oh, you just want <laughs> yeah. something. And the gift was not lost, but it's like <laughs> I know. Really? Yeah, my aunt gave me one to Armani. How much for that Mona Lisa? <laughs> uh, well, right. I, I, like Steve, it was the Armani in the, yeah. the King of Prussia Mall, and I think I've told this story before. But like, I walked in, none of it appealed to me or would yeah. look good on me. So. I got a belt and two pairs of socks. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm going to use the belt to hang myself. (laughs) Well, I use the belt and I use the socks, you know? Yeah. Uh, I will go to the phones. We have John who's checking in. John, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good, man. What's up? Hey, real quick. um, I believe unclaimed property goes back to the state. Um, Nick, you may want to Google that or what. But (laughs) from what I understand, if a... If a gift card isn't used, um, the company then ends up paying the state that money. I wonder if that's the case. I wonder or if that's an urban legend. I, I don't know how the state would be entitled right. to the, I mean, that is a transaction between a customer and a business yeah. well, and, and the how business... the state would get involved, especially if taxes have already been paid on it. We'll look into and, it, John. Thanks. Yeah. The business isn't out money like that's the thing i know They're, they have right. they've sold in other words yeah. you've just yeah. it's the same if you went in and, and said to the business here's fifty dollars hold on to it i'm going to come back and and buy items mm-hmm. later using that so the they, same thing they have to account for that though to have those services those products ready to go right you know in inventory so uh, according to cnbc it says any unspent money gets sent back to either the retailer or the bank that issued the card okay all right okay all right uh. Uh, I will go to Matt, who owned a franchise, and it can explain some things here. Hey, Matt, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, everybody. How are you today? Good, man. What's happening? I'm actually calling you from vacation in Captiva Island, Florida. Oh, my God. What are you doing? You're listening to us on vacation. That's awesome, man. (laughs) Yes, I am, and I'm doing my morning walk. Oh, excellent. Um, So what happens with, like I, I said, I used to own a franchise. Um, when you put money in, so franchises work, I can speak to that as a pool. 
So say you go to Dunkin', you have a Dunkin' gift card, mm-hmm. and you buy a $25 gift card for somebody. That goes into a pool so that then that money can be drawn by whatever franchise around the country can then pull that money out of that pool. All right, so you're saying so somebody buys a Dunkin' gift card for somebody, all those purchases go into a, a, a countrywide Dunkin' pool so someone who maybe, you know, uh, mails it away to uh, California and they use it at their local Dunkin' Donuts, they're dipping into that pool to cover the cost of the gift card. Correct. All so right. when, when, that, when that franchise sells it, you actually don't get the total revenue of that gift card. You get a portion of it to your store as a fee, but the majority of it goes into the pool, and you actually lose that as a franchise owner. So, so percentage-wise, how much does the franchise owner lose in a case like that? I, you know, say oh, if it, it's usually it, like it, you, it's less than 5% that they keep typically. Wow. That that doesn't seem worthwhile. Well, but 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 then look at it from the flip side. Okay, when somebody does come into your store and then does use that gift card. You then take that money back out of the pool. Wow, yeah, it's it's a little bit mm. more complex than I originally thought. Okay, all right, yeah. interesting. All right, Matt, enjoy your morning walk and enjoy your vacation. All right, man. Thank you. All right, watch Thanks, out man. for alligators. Yeah. <laughs> um, don't you hate that disappointment? When you've you've dusted off a card, I'm going to use this. I've used it before, yeah. and I think I got you know I got like sixty bucks left on this card. And you you go out and you're like, there's only a dollar thirty seven. Yeah, there's on here. there's eighty cents on that. right. <laughs> really? So do you still want the car? And you're like, damn it! Yeah, son of a bitch. Thought for sure I had more on that. There are times, by the way, where I know that I had more on a card. And honestly, if you're not really keeping track, right, right, yeah. and I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Steve, about a decade ago, there were new rules that were uh, put in place for consumer protection. And by law, gift cards cannot expire for at least five years from the date of issuance. All right. So you are entitled to that tweeter stuff. Yeah, there you go. I don't know how you're going to cash it in if the store no longer exists. Right. Yeah. You might be screwed there. But uh, if uh, it's supposed to be at least five years from the date of issuance. Uh, here are a couple of other results from this poll. Uh, higher earners use their freebies the least. Of those who didn't use their gift cards, vouchers, or credits, higher income households, which are annual household incomes of $80,000 or more, led the pack at 64%, compared with 53% of middle income, which is forty to $79,000, and households, uh, uh, house, I'm sorry, and 44% of lower income, which is under $40,000. This makes uh, sense, yeah. because uh, the royal family built Frogmore out of Bed Bath & Beyond certificates. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, people are hanging on to their stuff as well. Of those with freebies, nearly three-quarters have held on to at least one of them for a year or more. Uh, breaking that down, more Gen Zers held on to them than millennials, Gen Xers, or boomers. Uh, some re-gifted or resold. Only 24% of respondents said that they re-gifted a gift card, a I've voucher done, or store credit. And 9% say they resold at least one of these. Hey, um, so to that point, Preston, online, uh, is there are there sites that will like a swap and shop basically for a good gift cards, right? Um, so there, uh, they they um, quote someone named uh, Adam Salita, CEO and co-founder of the debt relief company, that said some people don't want to deal with accounting for different cards and worrying about expirations and how or when you spent to spend them. If that describes you, he said your best bet may be to sell, donate, or re-gift the cards or vouchers or credits. 
If you sell them, he pointed out, you'll typically lose 20% to 25% of the value, but it's it's one less thing to worry about, and you can use the cash to spend how you like with any limitations. Now, it doesn't indicate where you can do that. Yes. But if they're saying there's a 20 to 25% loss, there's got to be some kind well, of source to be able to do that, what if right? You, like, like, what if you hop up on Facebook and say, I have a $100 gift card to uh, Marshalls. And does anybody, can anybody trade me something for yeah. an electronics place or something of, of, of a, huh. you know, similar, you know what I'm saying? Well, one, so- one such site is Gift Card Granny. <laughs> Giftcardgranny.com, yeah. So the, there's an article on NerdWallet, and it talks about exchanging online for gift cards that you have but don't want. We have gift card, ga- uh, Annie, right here. There was a lot of love <laughs> in the family. Well, like, I'll go on the Facebook, um, not Marketplace, but, the like, the local um, yard sales right. sites, and I've sold gift cards for, say, like, $10, $20 cheaper than what it's worth. So well, if I'm never... on a little black market gift card well, thing. Well, but if I'm never going to use it, I'd rather take 80 bucks than sit there with a $100 gift card I'll never use. Um that's I like that idea. Um that's how the Corleone family went legit, Preston. Especially if there are uh, if there are a lot of you know like restaurants and things like that. Maybe you know if you're going to go out, you're also going to tip. You're going to do a few other things as opposed to getting the money and maybe using it to buy groceries or you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's an interesting idea. Within five years, the Corleone family <laughs> will be nothing cards. but gift cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I could see I could see cleaning out uh, sure. inventory by yeah. selling those because we have. I told you, man, there's something that have been hanging up there for years. I want to bring them. Take in. a picture of it. Yeah. Like and, if you, know you had, yeah, take a picture. If you had a, I don't know, like um, if you had like a Target gift card and I had the Capital Grill gift card, I'm probably not going to go to Capital Grill, but you might. Yeah, and then I'd I'll take your Target you. card. We should, do that. We're going to do a do swap. It. I'll bring whatever I have. You know what we have a lot of are iTunes gift cards. Kind of stopped using iTunes a few years yeah. ago. Well, uh, also, and, and we would buy them for the kids, and then they would hang them up because they weren't using them. And so there's loads of them. You know what happens? The iTunes gift card thing became the scam. You know, people were contacting elderly and people who were right. Like, I'm from the IRS. Right. We you need can to- make. The- <laughs> I mean, I don't know who would fall for it, but they were. Here. You can pay your taxes with iTunes gift cards. Let me go to Josh. Hey, Josh, you're on the air. Good morning. First time caller, what's up, guys? Welcome, my man. What's up, bud? None. I wanted to tell you guys, uh, with all your gift cards, if you take them to a check cashing place, they will actually buy your gift card. What? No kidding. So, yeah, Josh, yeah. they'll they'll take a look. They'll verify what kind of credits on there. Yes, yes, and they take a percentage. I don't think it's you know. I heard you guys talking earlier, like thirty percent, but it's not that much. But they will actually give you cash for your gift card. Well, yeah, so, so shops do the same thing. Do Pong, they case? Yeah, they no do. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. So my wife uh, worked with this guy who, I mean, that's he would get all of his Home Depot and Lowe's gift cards from pawn shops, right? So let's say ah. you have a hundred dollar gift card for um, for Home Depot. Lowe's, yeah, or you, you could sell that to a pawn shop for I don't know seventy five bucks. They'll sell it to you for ninety bucks, you know. So they're still making money off it. You're also getting a deal on your, you know, hmm. dude. If I could walk out the door, like Preston situation, if you finally just had it and said, "I'm going to the pawn shop or whatever, yeah. or check cashing place," as per Josh, and go in there and just Thanks, get Josh. it done, you know. Uh, there's a pawn shop right down the road. Here. There you go. Go to that. Wow, that's the one Bill West to goes to all the time. <laughs> so we, when we were at, Wyoming, how much for the accordion? <laughs> <laughs> Accordion. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Bill needs to play the accordion. Oh, my God. 
Uh, we worked at, uh, we were interns at Y100, and they gave us a, I don't even think this store exists anymore, Dan's Eisen and Quigley. Is that, I remember I the remember ads. Yeah. I mean, what did they make? I don't remember what did they sell. Like outdoor, remember. like skiing gear. Quigley's. Quigley's, okay. Quigley's Dan's Eisen. Outdoor sports gear. Uh, <laughs> so they gave us $50 Dan's Eisen and Quigley gift cards. Uh, Josh Landau. Uh, who we worked with, he was like, I'm not going to buy anything at the store. So we got done our meeting. We all went to D&Q, and he ended up selling his gift card to uh, you know somebody that was shopping there for 40 bucks. He sold him a $50 oh, really? gift card for 40 bucks. I thought he would have picked up a couple of Quigley's. I know. Yeah, exactly. Try Real quick, how, what, how do you spell Dan's Eisen and Quigley? Like, is it is it Dan's? D&Q. I- Yes, but I mean, what is, is it? Somebody's name? Is it yeah, Dan, Dan Zeisen is a is a last name. Right. Dan Zeisen was one word. I, okay, so I heard the ads a million times. I always thought it was Dan apostrophe s no. Eisen. It's confusing, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Do you Dan's. know that McDonald's is just Scottish for hamburger? <laughs> I my, worked at McDonald's. That is Dan Zeisen. Get your hands off of that. Yes, right. Who's Quigley? Is this? No, that's so my Eisen. Eisen. No, that's Dan's Eisen. That's Dan's right. Eisen. Uh, let me, okay, so Marissa brought in this information. Top 10 places to sell gift cards for cash. Huh. Uh, there's gift card bin store locator, uh, Google Maps. What? That what? sounds weird. It says just search. Google? I've never says, heard of that company. No, Google Maps. Oh. It says just search for sell gift cards or similar term and Google will let you know the options nearby. Kathy, I mean, you could potentially be sitting on a gold mine here. <laughs> Target. The Target trade-in program allows people to trade their gift cards at their local Target store. Bring all your gift cards to Target. Wait, but I don't understand how they're benefiting from this. I don't know. Wait, hang on real quick. They're Target, man. Going back to what Casey said, I typed in sell gift cards to Google Maps, Preston. The top three of the top four are pawn shops. And Targets. Uh, Put it right there. Not, I mean, and the Dan's Eisen and Quigley. No, no, no. This was this was already up. It's it's these ones on the left. This was already as a part of Google Maps. Okay, I got That was you. up earlier. Yeah, but uh, pawn shop, pawn shop, pawn shop. And then a gold and silver exchange in Kenzo. I had no idea. Ah. Uh, also online, there's a gift card granny, as Nick was saying, card pool, raise, card cash, uh, game flip, Reddit gift card exchange, and eBay as well. So you let's ah. say you've amassed, as you have, this wall of cards, and you're like, I'm never going yeah. to do this. You can just you know start anew, yeah. wipe that all out, take it over there, and see what you get. Yeah, and it's dumb. We just we they're right there. I mean, like a a couple of years ago, we had one for Blue Bell Inn, this great restaurant. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, we never. It's been. See, sitting I would there. take that. We it... need to go. We need to go. We and we did. And we went. And we spent most oh, of did. it, but there were still some left, and we haven't gone back to yeah, use yeah, it again. Yeah. It's a great restaurant. It's close by. <laughs> What's wrong with What's us? What's wrong with me? <laughs> Help me! But I was blown away by that number of. $15.3 billion is sitting around in the United States of unused gift card money. Yeah, just sitting there, inert. Yeah. so they Hanging rec- off your refrigerator. The, special, the, the specialists recommend a reminder system. If you don't want to sell them, if you don't want to trade them, you eventually are going to use them. That You need to set up a list of gift cards to spend on your phone, uh, or you need to move all your e-gift cards to a highlighted folder in your email and take a screenshot of the front and back of the gift cards and keep those images in a folder right. or something like that. You're going to forget to do that. I know. Yeah. Like we had a, I had this great system idea, and it, did, it ended up not working. So um, 
Yeah, it's really it's strange how we treat that. I mean, it's it's money essentially it, hanging on is. my wall. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. You, I think you're less inclined or more inclined to use a gift card if there's more money on it, right? So yes. So suppose you are going to get a twenty five dollar gift card for somebody for their birthday. Right. You, you might want to check. Like I have siblings, right? So instead of getting my brother a twenty five dollar gift card, why not like talk, talk to my siblings and go, hey. Why don't we all pull cool. our, money, yes. our money together so that way they have a $100 gift card? I think okay. that's a great idea. Yep, that's better. Yeah. You By got way, more is firepower. This, is this the Dan Zeisen and Quickly? They have downsized, but okay. there is still a store in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. There you go. So Just, uh, tell Josh he can, he can cash that in. Yeah, he can get he all the Quigleys he needs. Yeah. <laughs> all right, interesting look at uh, gift cards. And if you've got some... If you didn't know about it, you can sell them. Uh, who knew? You can go to Target, I guess, and the sell City them Line there. Pawn Shop. Yeah. So, That's all right, Bill West. <laughs> all right, let's take a break and come back in a moment. We're going to get to the V file. We're going to have Kevin Smith on. Is he going to come in on Early, earlier? Yeah. All yeah. right, we're going to talk to him a little after eight o'clock. So we got some stuff to get to. Make sure you stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Oh, wait a minute. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give away a twenty-five dollar gift card to caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR for the Irish Horn Bar and Restaurant. They are here in conjunction with Stella Artois. If you've missed your favorite local restaurant over the last 18 months, then your table is ready at the Irish Horn in Richboro. You can grab a Stella Artois at the Irish Horn with your family and your friends and you're bound to have a good time. They're brought by Fantastic Food this morning. Use that card immediately. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact Me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official Super Market of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Time for some stories. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, this morning it is brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting, recruiting for a vitiligo study to test an investigational treatment. Hmm. Adults 1875 can register. Reimbursement may be available. And for more information, you can go to PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. A Florida man was washed ashore inside a bubble-like <laughs> vessel on Saturday morning after an apparent attempt to walk on water. Deputies responded to calls from concerned citizens who spotted a strange vessel on the beach in the hammock area. The vessel's sole occupant was discovered safe inside without any injuries. He had told authorities he had set off 
for New York from the St. Augustine area. He was going to walk to New York on the water. Yep, before uh, encountering complications that brought him back to shore. Am I in New York yet? The seafarer, identified as Riza Bellucci of Central Florida, said that he was attempting to run in his floating bubble vessel from Florida to Bermuda or travel north up the coast to raise money for charity. He said, and I quote, my goal is not only to raise money for homeless people, raise money for the Coast Guard, raise money for the police department, raise money for the fire department. Very generous. They are in public service. They do it for safety and they help other people. Bellucci has been rescued several times in previous years after setting off inside of hydro bubbles. So this is why he's trying to send money to him because he's going to use their services a lot. This is his thing. After deputies found the vessel Saturday, the sheriff's office said that the Coast Guard was called to the scene to take over the case and ensure the vessel and its occupants met nautical safety standards. So, I don't know if he's facing any kind of charges or anything like this or a bill from the, every time they have to rescue him. So, I have seen different bubbles that do allow you to walk on water. Yep. Have you ever seen those things? Yeah. 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 This, this this is a has much more of a um, solid structure to it. It does. It looks pretty seaworthy, but yeah. I just, listen, how are you going to be able to navigate in something like well, that? Well, to New York? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Walking on the road yes. to New York would be difficult enough. <laughs> a Texas man is accused of setting his El Paso home on fire, resulting in the death of his brother and leaving his mother with severe burn injuries. Uh, Philip Daniel Mills was arrested and charged with capital murder and arson. He reportedly told investigators that he broke a TV in the home and later set a couch on fire to rid the home of evil. Okay. Mills was allegedly angry that his family didn't follow the Bible, so... He set the house Might on fire. Might as well fire. set the house on fire. If you're yeah. really going to make a strong case for being more religious, burn down the house. Mill's brother, Paul, was uh, pulled from the home and later pronounced dead at the hospital. That's horrible. Uh, his mother, Florence, uh, 82 years old, was able to walk out of the home, remain hospitalized, being treated for burns and smoke inhalation. Police said in a statement, Philip Daniel Mills set fire to the inside of the home and fled, leaving his mother and brother inside the burning residence. The defendant stated... That he left the residence and allowed his mother to be in, quote, a happy place throughout the day and waited for both his mother and brother to go to bed before starting the fire. Okay, showtime. Mills allegedly laughed when officers told him his mother survived the fire and called it a, quote, failed attempt. Uh, Neighbors said that Mills is a bit of a drifter. Said he would leave and come back, then leave and come back and stay a couple of months. He's been booked in the jail on $2.5 million bond. So besides Drifter, did the word lunatic come up? I don't know. (laughs) Not in that story, but I'm sure somewhere it has. So gardening is the number one outdoor leisure activity of all households in the United States. And the women behind one Facebook gardening club are very serious about the pastime. Hmm. So you can imagine their shock when their group, WNY Gardeners, was censored by Facebook. (laughs) Susan Esther explained that the uh, push-pull-hoe is one of her most used tools. One of my favorite tools in the gardening is called the push-pull-hoe. Easy for weeding. It's awesome. When she posted a comment containing the name of the tool, however, Facebook seemed to mistaken it for a derogatory term that sounds uh, the same and flagged the tool. She said, as far as I know, it was immediately deleted after she had uh, received the Facebook violation accusing her of harassment and bullying. She said, at first, we just laughed. The group's co-administrator, Elizabeth uh, Licata, had said, uh, we thought it was ridiculous, which it was. But her group, based in New York with more than 7,800 members, was censored once again for using the gardening term. Said, I contacted Facebook at this point, 
saying that this is a gardening group. Uh, a hoe is a gardening tool. <laughs> it's a hell of an algorithm mm. that can't realize that in a gardening conversation, hoe is completely applicable. But uh, Facebook continued to send violations for various terms common around the garden. Another word that had flagged them was kill, which was being used in discussions concerning critters around the garden. But Facebook has since apologized to the gardening group. Uh, they had said, in this case, we corrected the errors uh, that we made and put an extra check in place before the group would be considered for deletion. We have plans to build out better customer support in our products and to provide the public with even more information about our policies and how we enforce them. All right, this is a wild story. Wrapping it up after this. A man survived a sleepless showdown with a grizzly bear at his remote mining camp in Alaska where the beast injured him and then relentlessly harassed him each night for several days in hopes of finishing him off. Oh my God. What a freaking nightmare. Uh, the unide- This is like, uh, this is a movie. Yes. This, this could be a film. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, short circuit. The unidentified <laughs> man who is in his late 50s or early 60s suffered a leg injury and a bruised torso from the, his fight with the bear, according to the uh, Coast Guard helicopter crew who saved him. Uh, the officer spotted a help me message wow. scrawled on the roof of the man's small mining shack on July 16th in a chance helicopter flyover during an unrelated mission. According to Lieutenant A.J. Hammock, he said, we really don't come across people in the middle of nowhere. He was kind of struggling when we came around and he was on his hands and knees waving a white flag. They set the helicopter down and discovered the man was injured, sleep-deprived, and running out of ammunition to defend himself against the bear. And the bear kept coming back. They said he had a pistol. He said the bear kept coming back every night, and he hadn't slept in a few days. <laughs> he had he had wrapped uh, tape around his leg wound and appeared to be coming off of an adrenaline high from his battle with the bear. Uh, he had been alone at the shack outside of Nome since <laughs> July 12th, working on a small mining claim in the area with no cell reception. His friend had reported him overdue after he hadn't returned home. If that. The helicopter crew found evidence of the struggle at the camp, including a loose door that had been torn off the shack. And at some point, the bear had dragged him down to the river. Uh, the man only had two rounds left in his pistol and likely would not have survived much longer without the rescue. Wow. Yeah. That's Listen, uh... I know we had some disagreements, but you're all right. Wow. Case, could you imagine? I mean, well, that's the movie The Edge with Anthony Hopkins and, right. Ale- and Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I mean, they were being stalked and hunted by a grizzly for, you know, the entire time that they were in the, the wilderness. So. In case we're looking at his house here, it's just basically a shack. Yeah. 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 All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the beat file. Let's take a break. We will come back in a moment. Mr. Kevin Smith will be on the show. And we have some great food from the Irish Horn Bar and Restaurant in oh Richboro. And they're here with Stella Artois. I have a $25 gift card for caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. Mark, make sure you get your friends together and grab a Stella Artois because your table is ready at the Irish Horn in Richboro. Uh, it is a locally owned and operated business that serves dishes from scratch with fresh, locally sourced ingredients. We have bacon-wrapped stuffed pickles here, southern BLT, the seared scallops, seared tuna, all kinds of good stuff. Irish pub nachos. You can get that at the Irish Horn. Caller 15, $25 gift card. Coming back in a moment with Kevin Smith. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, this is Stephanie from At Your Service Appliance Repair, a family-owned business for over 25 years, servicing all major manufacturers from Whirlpool Sub-Zero. We are currently looking to hire technicians in all of Delaware and both Chester and in Delaware County. Don't bother President Steve at work. Call me, 302-268-8201. Thanks. Next message. 
Hello, my name is Jonathan Metz, and I am the owner and artist for the Metz Online Art Gallery. I am based in Philadelphia, PA, and I specialize in pyrography, which is artwork burned into wood. I do anything from custom orders to personalized pet portraits. I can be contacted through my Instagram, jmetz underscore art, that's J-M-E-T-Z underscore art, or my website, themetsartgallery.com. I provide free shipping on all custom orders, so get yours today. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Our next guest, always a pleasure, as you would know, to have on the program. And uh, he's always up early these days, which is great. Yeah, and and apparently he's on our coast right now. He's in Jersey. Yeah. And uh, we had just heard a little blurb the other day uh, about Clerks 3, and I can't wait to dive into some of that stuff, and Masters of the Universe Revelation, Mm. which is available on Netflix now. So uh, let's give some love to Mr. Kevin Smith this morning. Good day, Kevin. It's, it's always always a joy calling in you guys just to hear words like "sky kill" and stuff <laughs> like that. Like, words, names of my childhood that I mispronounced forever until Mayor of Eastland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, said it out exactly. loud. How are you kids doing? I'm on your time zone, man. I'm going to be here for the next. Month and change. We started rehearsals for Clerks Three yesterday. It's wow. so cool. I saw yeah, I follow you on Instagram. I think we all do. And uh, you were doing a, a table read with the cast, and, and at least some of the cast. And it's uh, you know you can tell you are in your element. Clerks is such an important you know movie uh, m- movie series now for you, and and you're hitting all the old locations. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, this one is uh, you know follows my heart attack storyline, Randall. Yeah has a heart attack and realizes that he's done nothing with his life and wants to memorialize himself by making movies. So essentially Dante and Randall make clerks. So the boys go through the same adventure that I went through to get here in the first place. So it's an incredibly meta uh, motion picture that really combines clerks and clerks two to kind of make clerks three. Um, everybody looks amazing. Yes. Like, uh, Jeff looks like he hasn't aged a damn day. Um, Ernie O'Donnell, who played the trainer, because everybody comes back. Like, literally everybody you saw in Clerks, with the exception of our good friend Lisa Spoonhour, who passed away years ago. She played Caitlin. With the exception of anybody who's died, everybody comes back. Because mm. as they make the movie, we reshow the entire movie. So it has this incredible effect of seeing scenes that you've seen before played by old people. <laughs> um, wow. You know, the yeah. same, di- same dialogue. Same position, but everyone's older. With the exception of Ernie O'Donnell, my friend who plays the trainer, Rick Darris, who's like, you know, guys, like, I'm a trainer. He has, he not only has he not aged a day, he's a damn Dorian Gray. Dude weighs two pounds less than he weighed when we made clerks. It's kind of astounding. <laughs> but you, you know, you look phenomenal. And yeah. it's funny, though, because I, I, I loved, uh, you know, the, the, the second Clerks film as well. And, and I think you said that that... That has a particular uh, uh, warm spot in, in your heart because that, that, you know, you remember where you were at that point in your life, and to I think you were just starting to say, um, you know, to dip into the older stuff and, 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 and revive these films and these characters that people have loved. And is that what that movie, Clerks 2, represents to you? Yeah, Clerks 2 is one of my favorite films I've ever made, like of everything. I know a lot of people are partial to Clerks. I am, too. It gave me everything. But... 
Clerks 2 was like kind of where I took my characters and gave them the same freedom yeah. that they gave me. Like at the end of the story, they buy their own destiny. Like instead of working for somebody else, they figure out like, I'd rather work for myself than work for some other AH. And that was like so important to me because that's what those fictional characters gave to me. Now I get to give to them exactly what they gave to me with making that movie. Like making Clerks changed my life. Now I get to return the favor for those characters. So Clerks was very close to real life. Like that was literally what yeah. I did every day. I didn't I wasn't a writer as much as I just documented my life and changed names. Clerks too is a a piece of fabrication. Uh, none of those things happened to me. I never worked at a uh, fast food joint. Uh, I never went to the, any of the issues. I never went to a donkey show. So all of that. <laughs> never went to is, a donkey is, show. Is, yeah, put that, put that in the New York uh, Post. But, um, but Clerks 3 closely resembles my real life in the way that Clerks did, in as much as I'm stealing directly from it. Uh, not only does the main character have a heart attack, one of the main characters have a heart attack, um, they also try to make a movie as well. So in an odd way, it's it's incredibly biographical the way that, like, Clerks was. But it's so fun, man. Like, we did the read-through yesterday. Um, Jay Muse had me crying out loud. Jay and Tom Bob are used to the perfect, absolute perfect amount. Not too much, not too little. Right. Uh, Trevor Furman is back as Elias, and he is absolutely hysterical. He was our Christian guy. But Brian and Jeff bouncing off one another. You know, I've heard everything that Dante and Randall have ever said to one another over and over again via the movies, the cartoons. But to hear something new, to hear Randall talk about cancel culture, something that I'm deeply familiar with after this weekend, um, it is, is absolutely uh, thrilling for me. And, you know, I'm breathing rare air. Michael Apted, the great director, Michael Apted. Legendary. Legendary. He gave us uh, Coal Miner's Daughter, amongst other movies. He was a documentarian who would make a series of films called Seven Up, Fourteen Up, Twenty One Up that followed this group of children. They're amazing. Every seven years, he would yeah. he would check in with them. Like this is the same kind of air that we're breathing. The same kind of Richard Linklater before Sunrise air of being able to return to characters not in a sequel to make money, but because you care about the characters. Because you you know. Checking in 15 years later is not a financially viable version to do a sequel. You, so clearly we're doing it for the love. You know, it's what's odd. Uh, well, not odd. Actually, you know, it, it, it's kind of wonderful is that with Jane Silent Bob and with Clerks, um, you know, with the last Jane Silent Bob film, it had that that Kevin Smith has had some life experiences that he's going to impart in the script. It was every bit as funny as you wanted it to be, but there were just moments of wonderful, nostalgic I'm with my friends. I'm hanging out and having a good time. You know who does it expertly right now? Ted Lasso. Oh, oh dude, so come on. That kind yeah. of that kind of comedy, and I'm not saying we're as funny as Ted Lasso, but that kind of comedy where you are legit laughing, yeah. not like the normal kind of sitcom smirk, but you're like, oh, my God, this is funny. And then you are legit choking up because these people yes. care for one another. Not only can they be sardonic with one another and cynical, as we're used to in the world of comedy, but they care for each other deeply it's, at the end of the day. It's very Frank Capra-esque. When somebody asks me to describe why the show is so good is that it can do that Frank Capra walk the line. You legitimately care. No one is ultimately evil or ultimately wonderful. They're, they all, Everyone has foibles and everyone's being human. And that's what makes it so wonderful. Another great example of that that people can watch right now on HBO Max is Hacks. Have you guys watched I that? love it. Mm. I, I Massive she, fan. Smart is... She's so amazing. The whole cast is amazing. But it is 
wickedly funny and then very human at the same time. Like, I love, you know, uh, cynical humor. Don't get me wrong. I'll watch Rick and Morty all day long. But even Rick and Morty finds ways to punch through every once in a while and grab you in the heart, man, because you just can't play on the surface all the time. The older one gets, the more cards you got to play with. When I was a boy, when I was in my 20s, all I could do was make fun of things, stand there and point at things and, and mock and scoff. Right. But the older you get, the more nuanced your sense of humor becomes because you have more cards to play with. There's more life experience. You can deal with subject matter that I never would have been able to touch in my 20s. So it's been thrilling. And hearing the boys uh, and the girls, because uh, Jennifer, who played Emma and Clerks, too, is with us. We were missing yesterday Rosario, who plays Becky, and uh, Marilyn Gigliotti, who plays Veronica. They're both elsewhere right now. But hearing everybody read it out loud... I was. I even said to Jeff, I was like, like young Kevin Smith could not have written this because he just didn't have enough life experience. Not that he wasn't good enough, but like he doesn't know what it feels right. like to almost die. He doesn't know what it feels like to be facing less years in front of you than than you have behind you. So mm. I, it's it's really developed, man. I love it so much. It's a good place to be at, and I, I think of you as the writer. And I think you know they say in a nightmare or a dream, you're everyone in the dream, and these are all. These are all facets of you. So when you when you hear words that are different little separate parts of you read back to you by the people whose voices you know so well, that's got to be a singularly incredible experience. Oh, yeah. And, and, and sometimes people will try to kind of, you know, dim your, your glow by saying like, uh, oh, all of his characters sound exactly like him. That was a criticism I would get when the internet first kind of opened up back in like the mid to late nineties. Well, fortunately the internet, yeah, the internet's gotten much kinder since. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. Thank God. Thank God. I've been around since the beginning and I know how to handle this. But like, but yeah, I remember people being like, Oh, all his characters sound like him. And that was meant to make me change and be better. And now that I'm older, I'm like, no, I like that. All my characters sound like me. All of Aaron Sorkin's characters sound like him. All of Stan Lee's characters Sounded like him. There's something to be said for an author's voice uh, punching through their characters, very distinctive. And, you know, I, I'm not as uh, as good at writing as, as others, so I guess I can't blend into the material. I make myself part of the material. That's part of the fun for me and stuff. So hearing those cats say my words out loud is fun because I'm like, oh, my God, Dante and Randall are saying it. It works. But at the same time, it's also like, yeah, man, that's that, those are my words. A lot of the stuff that I have, like in Clerks 2, when we did the Lord of the Rings stuff, that was like a, a bit I used to do on stage all the time. Yeah. And it was tried and true, and so I just gave it to Randall to do. So, like, in this world, in Clerks 3, all of the heart attack material has been tried and true and tested on the road for three years since the heart attack, and then I put it into the script. And then all of the making of Clerks 3 material, which become, or making of Clerks material, which become, which is useful again in the making of Clerks 3 since they are making Clerks within Clerks 3, I get to take all these stories I've told over the course of 27 years about making clerks and distillize them into like a scene in the flick that like really fires up. It's it's a secret weapon. These are these are, you know, arrows weren't available in my quiver when I started because I didn't have a full quiver. But after like 27 years, I got a bunch of tropes and quivers that I could pull out uh, arrows that I could pull out of the quiver and fire into the script. No, it's 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 really cool. And again, as as fans and we're all, you know, obviously massive fans to, to see this and to see you on a high. I mean, to see to also just to follow you on social media and, and the fact that you were sort of training, getting ready, you know, your health, you know, has taken a complete 180. 
and and here you are. But I, all of that stuff you say that the the arrows that you have now that can that can uh, you know in, inform the performances in the script. That's something really cool. But then on the other side, you also have another project that's on fire: the Masters of the Universe on Netflix, getting rave reviews. Yeah, honestly, the best reviews I've had since Clerks. Um, ironically enough. <laughs> Um, from the from the established press, you know, from the, you know, the folks that write. May, may, may I read one quickly, Kevin? It's from the Daily Beast. It Please. says, the new Netflix series honors its predecessor in ways notable and sly, while also humanizing its larger-than-life heroes and villains. Kids of the 80s rejoice. Mm. And as- uh, well, I don't know what, sh- what show they're watching. There's a bunch of people on the Internet telling me it's a lot different than that. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, the internet. Um, that's that's <laughs> the review that like we were dreaming of getting when we were doing the show, and largely that has been the the reaction. Overwhelmingly, that has been uh, the reaction. Um, on my Twitter feed, it's been ninety percent love, about ten percent people who you know not quite calling for my death, but pretty damn close. <laughs> no, this, is, uh, this has been the uh, like the I've been the eye of Sauron has not fallen on me like this since <laughs> Dogma. And wow. it's very similar. Yeah. It's very similar in as much as, like, when we were making Dogma, I swear to you, I didn't think I was, like, you know, going to piss off Catholics. I thought every Catholic would be like, oh, I get this. <laughs> like, I totally understand this because I went to church my whole life. And instead, it wound up pissing a bunch of people off. So there was the uh, same thing kind of happened here. Not the same numbers, obviously. But, like, there were a bunch of people who I, like, would have bet my life on the fact we're going to love this thing because it plays with all of the the mythology of right. the masters of the universe going right back to the toys, um, but there was a some a lot of them did go for it in that way, but there was a, a percentage of folks that are deeply deeply angry at me oh, uh, that's for ridiculous. what we've done. And the only thing I could say about that, like you know, people have asked me to apologize for ruining their childhood. <laughs> I just want to remind oh <laughs> I just want to remind people, like we have the, the weird thing is like some people are behaving as if they've never seen a TV show or a movie before and, like, don't understand that this isn't real and that the story's not over yet. Right. We're literally halfway through the story. So even in the first five episodes, we have killed off characters who have managed to come back. So it's like, fear not, kids. Like, do you think Mattel would really hire me? Mattel Television, like, paid for all this. Do you think they'd really hire me to mess up the line of Masters Universe toys so they couldn't sell toys? The beautiful (laughs) news is we've been selling out of toys like crazy. The Target and Walmart initiatives, the Masters of the Universe revelation lines are sold out everywhere. Uh, There you go. That's the proof. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's here's something cool. in the pudding. But but the thing is, like, I just want to urge people who are like, where's He-Man? It's like five more episodes. I'll tell you right now, spoilers. Episode 7 has one of the most violent Skelegod and He-Man fights you'll ever see ever produced until they make a live-action version of this stuff. Okay. Like, so- just wait, kids. But some people get so antsy where they're like, it's five episodes and it's not what I wanted it to be. I- I- I'll tell you right now, this makes me leery of ever going near an established franchise again. I don't have to deal with this kind of stuff when I play with my own characters. Yeah. Right? Right. But even then, yeah, yeah. even yeah. then. Yeah. Uh- Here's if anyone some... gets upset about that, if they're like, what did you do to Jay and Silent Bob? I'm like, exactly what needed to be done. <laughs> but these characters, I completely understand, are not my characters. And while those who, who own these characters and, like, who, you know, distribute the money for these characters felt like that we told an excellent, worthy story of their mythology, there's a percentage of people out there who have loved this show, perhaps since childhood, perhaps since later, <laughs> who feel that we have dropped the ball. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, to them, I would I would urge them... Just wait till the end. I swear to you, everything you think you're missing, you're going to get in the back five. But I if love you, it. 
don't reach that. If, you, if you've only stayed with us for the first few and never want to return, all I can do is say thank you to returning for returning it with us because good and bad, people who loved it and people who hated it, we were in the global top ten all weekend long and in the top five in most of the main. Nice. So, now, Kev, here's, here's something kind of cool. Uh, over the weekend, you hosted a panel for Masters of the Universe, but did you know that Preston and Steve hosted a panel with Zack Snyder and, and uh, the gang from uh, Army of, of Thieves. Thieves? Yeah, that was cool. I did not know that you guys did that, but I know that you guys are nominated for the Radio Hall of uh, Thieves. Yes! We are, sir. Yeah, no. Uh, that is massive. That yeah. is massive, bro. Yeah. And there's a... Uh, uh, now, the, what, is it a competitive thing, or do you just get it? Uh, no, no it's, we're, it's, we're up against uh, a few others. Yeah, and it's a there's a, uh, a fan vote uh, angle to it as well. So, so you know, people who like the show can vote on it. So we're hoping uh, it would be nice if we uh, inducted <laughs> into the kid. Hall of Fame. These, these good people get up every morning and make you happy. The least you could do is put them in the books. That's all they want. The whole life they want to be in the books. In the That's books. right. Open the books. Put them in the books, people. <laughs> Kevin, you know how the... Sky kill. All the people are sky kill and stuff like that. Skoke. Sky kill. Sky Concha Hawken. You know how uh, at the it's end of Jay and Silent Bob uh, strike back, you guys go around and you beat the crap out of everybody that gives you a bad review, and, and, and like that that imagery has stuck with me throughout the history of social media. The the fantasy of going and and doing things like that to people that speak down on you, but I'm surprised that you're you care about reviews on Masters of the Universe because it's your art. You you know, and you've proven yourself over the, this amount of time. The fact that some of that that ten percent exists still gets under your skin seems um, a little surprising to me. Oh my god, it's so heartbreaking to me because, like, I, as an entertainer, a would-be entertainer, like you know, and now that I've been doing it for almost thirty years, I'm an entertainer. Like for years, I've been going like I hope to be an entertainer. I'm an entertainer. You just want to make everybody happy. I've never wanted to make a polemic. I've never wanted to like make people angry at me. And all throughout my career. It has happened, and and even though I'm not trying, like Dogma is a perfect example. Yeah, um, chasing Amy made people mad a little bit. Um, even on Clerks, there were a bunch of people that were mad about you know the uh, language, the NC-17 that we originally got. Like the, you know, periodically throughout my career, I've found myself at the center of controversy, and I don't seek it. I'm not one of those people that likes to stir the pot. Like, look at my Instagram, look at my Twitter. No. I'm not even remotely political. Like, I'm not out there talking about who's president and stuff like that. It's clear I'm fairly liberal in my politics based on the movies I make, based on the fact that whenever you meet me, I'm high as a kite. <laughs> but, like, I, I'm never out there trying to push an agenda. And on this show, all weekend long on, on, on social media, I have been told how I'm pushing some sort of woke agenda. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm literally playing with the toys they gave me. There are three girl characters in all of Masters of the Universe. The rest are boys. Sorceress, Tila. Um, and Evelyn. We added one more, Andra. And that's not woke, kids. That's me playing with the toys I got. Tila was in every episode of He-Man, the Master of the Universe. She was one of the first figures launched in 1981 from the first line. So we didn't do anything that they haven't been doing for years. The only thing we did differently is kill off, seemingly, a main character. But like I said, in this world, whoever really dies... So, like, people find issue with things like Teela's haircut, where they're like, they're trying to make uh, all of our kids gay with this haircut. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, a sidewall haircut has been around for a while. Yeah. Like, and, and the real simple reason that we have it is not because of a woke agenda. It's because I worked on Supergirl, 
Kyler Lee had a sidewall haircut for her character one year. And when we started, I was like, oh, that's cool. Let's do Kyler's haircut. And then two years later, a bunch of people are like, you're trying to put lesbian juice in my daughter's drinks. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, crazy? Yeah. Like, it, but you know, people... you, you know this. And people have, you know, they, they, they get to stick up their ass about everything. And, and then if you... Think of the person who's getting so twisted up over Masters of the Universe. What kind of life does that person have? Like, <laughs> yeah. this, this is entertainment. I mean, honestly, like, I, I do thrill at the fact <laughs> that people give me more credit as a writer by thinking that I'm working on more than one level here. <laughs> but, like, literally. Like 3D chess. Yeah. Like, like, this is a superficial. It's not even like you could come at Dogma and be like, look. Yes, it's telling a story, but it also pokes, uh, provokes and, and pokes hot-button issues with deep faith, whatever. You can't do that with Masters of the Universe. It's literally <laughs> an action figure story, and somehow people are trying to, like, build narratives underneath. For example, um, they got mad at us. There's, I couldn't believe that there was a contingency that would be vocal enough to, be, to say something like, we have a character in ours called King Grayskull, um, who is a black character. King Grayskull has never existed in the 1981 Masters of the Universe line and the 1983 He-Man and the Masters of the Universe cartoon that we are a spiritual sequel to. They have done King Grayskull once in the 2002 Mike Young Productions version of Masters of the Universe, which we don't touch at all. We're not allowed to touch. So technically, King Grayskull never existed in our world. In episode five, we introduced King Grayskull as one of the former champions. And we, you know, since Motu was created in the 80s and has a lot of white characters, we felt like, why not be more inclusive? We have a lot of black fans. So here's a character that's never been done before in our incarnation. Let's make him black. And then people created, like, controversy online by being like, they race flipped a character. And technically, we did not race flip a character. We never had that character. But even if we did race flip a character, why was that? Why would that be such a bad thing? But like I'm in murky territory here, kids. I never deal <laughs> right. with people like this. I never deal with issues like this. I'm not involved in culture wars. Like, you know, I'm I'm on the fringes of pop culture, commenting on it and trying to make it at the same time. But I ain't out there lobbing pop culture bombs at people trying to like make war with my art. So I'm in unfamiliar waters and territory. Thank God. I've got Clerks 3 going on. I've been busy with that all weekend. Otherwise, I would have been on Twitter constantly trying to answer people that yeah. won't be answered. I've gone out of my way to be mm. really polite and try to explain things, but, like, people just want to fight, and I'm not. A, I'm a lover, not a fighter. You know, yeah. you know, you know what I think is happening here, though, also, Kevin, to some point, is that is that so much of this, with all that's been going on for, you know, with the, with the pandemic and all that stuff, and, the, and, and you know, entertainment and things, these kind of diversions have been so necessary, and, and, and people are just glomming onto everything, that you probably have a hyper-awareness and hyper-paranoia that's sort of seeping its way into it. But I, I think the dust will settle. I mean, because it's, you know... Again, it's 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 masters of the universe. It's it's not yeah. anything more. You know, it's not deeper than that. It's got it's got more gravitas than you than you might have remembered from the earlier uh, uh, series. But uh, the truth of the matter is, it's entertainment. And so I I mean I I assume you and your heart of hearts know that it will. You know, the dust will settle because so many of the re- reviews, as I read earlier, have I, been great. I I have the benefit, like you know, believe me, I. I do eat my heart out about this because about stuff like this, because like I am a fan at heart. Like yeah. I'm somebody who sits in the audience and one day I will return solely to the audience. And I've been there 
at the epicenter, uh, or, or at least watching, so I've never been at the epicenter, but I've been there when things have happened in pop culture, like when, you know, people split on Last Jedi and whatnot. And, you know, naturally, we went out of our way not to do that and somehow found ourselves there <laughs> regardless. So, you know, it, it does kind of uh, hurt me in as much as doesn't seem to hurt me as much as it hurts the people who seem really deeply offended by the show we've made. But this is what I have the benefit of uh, uh, of knowing on my side. Like, I know the people at Netflix and they know the numbers. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I was, you know, eating my heart out on the 25th like reaching out to my betters, my uppers, people to pay my checks and whatnot, and being like, I'm sorry that I'm creating all this. I'm sorry that they're having this discussion. Like, I feel like this is entirely my fault. Um, Well, their answer was unsurprisingly to giggle and be like, "Uh, Kevin, this is a dream come true. People are talking about (laughs) Masters of the Universe, and we can directly, you know, they've got all the numbers, right? Yeah. So you could see where, like, a lot of anti- like hate videos or people who are like don't watch this when they start posting those videos i'm i'm not lying i'm not making it up you can literally watch our numbers grow because suddenly people are hearing about a show they maybe didn't hear about and the version they're being told exists sounds appealing to them it doesn't sound unappealing so right. i hate i'm not trying to be a, a jerk like i really don't want to provoke people that are already mad but kids if you hate something say nothing yeah if you if you love something, scream from the rafters. But if you hate something, it's going to communicate to more views. And it doesn't matter to Netflix whether those people love it or hate it. Mm. Views is what matters. Naturally, they'd like it if people liked it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's all about the views. And right now, we're crushing with views. So it's, so you know, I, I, the numbers at least are on our side. I just wish that the people that don't like it loved it as much as I do. So um, um, are you now going to start lobbying to direct the next Star Wars series? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, no. That's the opposite. I mean, I, it'll, be, it'll be a long time before I feel very comfortable going near somebody else's toys again. Do you know, like, it's, you what, know what, it's, th- that's depressing because you, such a, you did, you did such a good job with the, with the DC stuff. You mentioned Supergirl and all that stuff. And, I mean, you're a fan. It comes from a place of fandom, and I, we, I love to see you interpret this stuff. And that 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 oh, sucks. This, this was bliss, man, and I had such a great time doing it and stuff. But yeah. if this was the only time, I'd be okay with that because it was so wonderful. But and apparently, a bunch of people would be okay with that if this was the only time for me. <laughs> okay. um, but that being said, like we, you know, I doubt it's the last time. We have t- five more episodes that are already done. Bear McCreary finished the score for ten. I just heard the mix for nine. So the back five are locked and stuff. Um, and we've, you know, I, the future looks bright. That's awesome. awesome. Kevin, I saw a picture you posted of, uh, you and Jason Muse outside of your old, uh, school as you're getting ready, as you're, you know, uh, prepping for Clerks 3. Uh, had you guys both been back there? How long had it been since you, uh, were on those grounds? Um, I'm literally in Highlands right now. Uh, what I do is I get up every morning. I don't know why I can't sleep out here, but like, I'm, <laughs> I'm up like an old man by like six. So... I was trying to kind of get in the same shape I was and reboot. You know, I put on, like, quarantine 2025, 20, so I was able to take that off by coming here, not only walking, running back home in, in Los Angeles, but when I got here, I come to Highlands, my hometown, parking in front of my, my old home, 21 Jackson Street, and then I go replicating the walk that I used to take to high school because in my memory it was like, oh, it's a 45-minute walk, it's up a hill, so, like, it's a good walk. It literally door to door. It's twelve minutes. <laughs> wow! I had to figure. I had to figure out like a way to loop it. And, and, 
extend it and do it more. So it's enabled me to spend a lot of time every morning in my hometown walking around, like not just what I thought I was going to walk, but, you know, the whole town is one square mile. So if you do it twice, you got two miles on you and stuff. Um, and it's been wonderful because I walk around. Everything places Marie. Every place is like, oh, my God, that's where we did this. That's the rec center. That's where we used to skate. Uh, that's where I got to second base. Like everything is a, a deep <laughs> abiding memory. Uh, and, and, and that's great heading into Clerks 3, which is such like a nostalgia uh, fest. So well, I, and, and we with, with picked a better place. With everybody in the cast, you know, with the entire cast returning, it's going to be a cool uh, walk down memory lane because I'm sure that some of the cast members, uh, members remember something slightly differently than maybe you did when you guys were on set and you're shooting this. So this is going to be, it's going to be so much fun to reminisce about this amongst that crew. I can't, I, I think so. I think it's going to feed the beast, man. It's going to make it a real spirited project. And, you know, I, 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 for some reason, I think we've been around long enough. These guys have been around long enough that like, it'll connect in a big, bad way with the audience. Yeah. Like, um, I, you know, I'm not saying, like, you're going to make $100 million, not at all. But I think people are going to really go for it, particularly the people who grew up with us. If you have been with us since 1994 with Clerks, like, you're going to feel welcomed back. You're going to be like, oh, my God, we're home again. Yeah. We're back at the convenience yeah. store. Um, and it's going to make people feel good in, in, in a way. And this one, like, Reboot had that plus kids in it. This yeah. is, like, kid-free. Like, this is re- really kind of about... Uh, us, those of us at middle age, and the journey that we've made. Well, it it still plays. You know, obviously, we we love seeing this. We love seeing the the old friends. You know, uh, coming back and uh, all the stuff. We'd be remiss if we didn't ask. Uh, you know, uh, quick reviews. We we always have your take on stuff. Black Widow. Have you seen yet? I assume you have. I did. I enjoyed Black Widow. It, it um it uh, the opening was was wonderful. Uh, you know it. I thought that it would suffer from following Endgame, where it's just like, well, how do you go back in time and tell that story right. after we've right. seen her sacrifice her life? But I thought they did a good job, uh, really good job, better than I ever could. But I do think that it benefited from being a Disney Plus premiere. You know, right. in a post-COVID world, that might have that might have underwhelmed a little bit after uh, the glory of, of Endgame, the majesty of Endgame. How, but at home, an absolutely perfect watch. I've watched it three times. David Harbour is wonderful. Yeah. Um, what's her name? Uh, Florence Pugh is fantastic. Scarlet is always great. How, 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 great. Do, how do you reconcile that? Because we were we actually had had talked to Zack Snyder about this as well. With with that, with the the split release, theater and home at the same time. From your point of view, pros and cons. Um, you know, once you bring it home, the minute you bring it home, you kind of, uh, remove the magic of what's special about it at a movie theater and stuff. So I could see where, you know, the theatrical folks want to keep that window at three months, keep yeah. it, you know, from the, the, the same time release, which was of course very necessary during the pandemic. It hurts their business. It's great for the studios because they get to keep a hundred percent of the profit, and they could charge you 30 bucks to watch the thing at home. And this is the direction that uh, I think the studio or the Roger, the theatrical distribution industry has been fearing for years and years and years. Might be tough to put that genie back in the bottle. The yeah. big movies are always going to be safe. People will always want to go out to see the giant films and stuff. Um, but for folks like me who make the weird movies, um, <laughs> there's the mid-range movie, the low-budget movie. You know, now we're creatures of the streaming industry. Thank God Lionsgate got beyond Clerks 3. 
So we'll actually get to go out in theaters and stuff. We'll probably do a tour again like we did with Reboot. Excellent. But um, it, it's, uh, you know, I can see it. Um, and, and as much as, like, sometimes it breaks your heart, it's like that's, that, that's the way of progress. Yeah. You know, I also, I, I, I like DVDs quite a bit, and now I don't even play with those because it's so much easier to stream. So yeah. sometimes it, it, it looks like theaters will always be with us, but they'll, you know, eventually be like record stores, high-end items for people that are willing to pay huh. a premium price for an experience they once enjoyed on a regular basis back in the day. Wow. Interesting take. Yeah. Well, listen, Kev, we uh, we hope you guys have fun on this shoot. Uh, it's, a, it's a few weeks of, of of you guys really diving into it and getting back with the old gang. So, And we're excited about the end product, and down the road we'll, we'll talk about that when it's coming around. But uh, it's always great to have you on, man. So uh, good luck with everything, brother. Such a pleasure. Before I get off this coast, I'm going to come see you guys in person. Love Love it. Oh, that's the best. Excellent. All right. We hopefully love you, it won't be during. Hopefully it won't be during the next wave of the pandemic. <laughs> right, right. All right. Thanks, man. Kevin Smith. Hey. Take care, bud. We'll see you. Oh, that is so cool. I love hearing all that stuff. Wow. People, wow you wow, know, wow, though, wow. it wasn't a surprise that there was going to be, you have something as, as revered, you know, that... I see things, you know, occasionally because of the the sites that I'll visit that are, you know, like you know the real nerdy, nerdy stuff, and people freak out over it's the stupid. dumbest things. Oh, I know. And then listen, if if it, if it comes from a place of of adoration, but the stupidity sometimes this is like, what you're? Does, I've heard it, that. Is that really twisting you up? Is that I, really an issue? I've heard that phrase, thanks for ruining my childhood, several times. Yeah, and I'm like, come on, it's silly. That's um, just a minor overstatement. No, listen, it's not Godfather Three. Was not, not what it movie. should have been, right? Mm-hmm. One didn't, and two are still brilliant. didn't kill one and two for <laughs> yeah. me. Uh, yeah, and you know, listen, I I watched Team Man. I was um I wasn't allowed to watch it, but I watched it anyway. Did you see any of the new? Case? No, no, I will. It's though. really good. I'm looking forward to it because I've watched old. He-Man, Masters of the Universes, and uh, it doesn't hold up. I was never that big a fan. Uh-huh. It was it was past my my time. But but uh um, so this stuff it, looks way better. Yeah, it does. Yeah. He's the showrunner. He's the one who's making sure, you know, this sort of tone and everything is in in, in place. Yep. Well, all right. Well, hey, he's going to come visit us. Excellent. So we'll have to do that. A uh, bit of a breaking news uh, story here. We have to take a break, but I will hit this real quick, and maybe we can explore it a little bit more when I get back. But, uh, yeah, you can hit it, Case. Break, break, breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Simone Biles is out of the Tokyo Olympics. Well, Whoa! No, no, are you sure? It says, no, she's out for team, the team, team final. final. Oh, yeah. the team final. Okay. Yeah, so so rep- she's going to do individuals? Well, they, they're not saying that. So I think right now what they're announcing is that she's not going to compete with the team. They're going to have to use an alternate. She's going to do fencing? But they're not saying that she's completely Dude, out of the. they could just throw her in another event and yeah. she'd probably get a gold medal. <laughs> so yeah, completely unrevolved. Let's yeah. put her in archery. Yeah. Chuck her in the pool. The champion. <laughs> See how fast she can swim. She's that talented of an athlete. Yeah, wow. apparently she got hurt last night uh, in the vault. Okay. She left. Uh, she went left with the team doctor, and when she came back, she was taking off her wraps and putting on a sweatshirt and sweatpants. So. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well hopefully it's not something that's going to keep her out completely. All right. We do need to take a break, and we are going to set you up with some freebies right now. Our friends from the Irish Horn Bar and Restaurant and Stella Artois are here. And if you would like a $25 gift card, all you have to do is be call number 18. Don't forget that your table is ready at the Irish Horn in Richborough, Bucks County. Don't miss out on fun nights. They have Stella Artois and live music every Friday and Saturday. 
And you can follow the Irish Horn on Facebook to see which bands are playing this weekend. Nice. They brought in Braised Short Ribs. They brought in the Southern BLT Irish Pub Nachos. Their food is fantastic. So, caller 18, we got a $25 gift card for you. 215-263-WMMR. We'll be back in just a moment. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. You got something to say? Yeah, so okay. um, Team WMMR, I'm uh, organizing a, a team bicycle ride today. We're going to leave from Pinocchio's Pizza around 6 o'clock tonight. Ah, a little warm-up? A little warm-up, a okay. uh, little team-building exercise. We're just on like 20, maybe 30 miles, probably not 30, but you know, somewhere between 20 and 30 miles. We're going to leave from Pinocchio's Pizza around 6 o'clock, uh, <laughs> and then we're going to go... You know, do like a little Delco tour, and then we're going to come back to Pinocchio's Pizza where Penn Distributors, our buddy John Dorenzi, hooked us up with a $2.50 Michelob Ultra bottles. Wow. I'm going to buy the first few pizzas for the team, right? And then uh, and then after that, you guys are on your own. So if you want anything other than a pizza, you're going to have to buy it yourself. But I'm going to buy pizzas for the team. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I have a serious question for you. Yes. How do you go to Pinocchio's? And leave without eating ahead of time because I, I they, that place smells so damn good. I know, and I know. You, well, he knows you, it's on the return. Side. I guess so. Yeah. Like you can get back to it, and the reward is at the at the you end. It. So, it's like when Michael Scott <laughs> ate, ate linguine before carbo load. Carbo load. No, so I uh, I do this all the time when I'm riding my bike. I fantasize about what I'm going to eat at the end. <laughs> That's awesome. So I, I get the biggest pizza pizza ever. <laughs> so it's so funny. I went for a ride down the shore a couple of weeks ago, and when I had gotten down there, my wife had already made meatballs but i was fantasizing on the drive down there about this roast pork sandwich i was gonna get i was like god damn it i can't get the roast pork sandwich i gotta eat my wife's delicious meatballs instead you could have got both <laughs> i could have yeah. i could have i sound like a little brat don't i no, not no just the other thing uh listen so i uh am inviting anybody who is either on our team or not even on our team to join us uh, tonight from six to eight we're gonna go ride we're gonna you can know, they support the team people come down so you can support the team if you want to, or if you want to, you know, uh, donate to, uh, you know, you can go to my uh, Instagram. The link to donate is in the bio. I am now the leading fundraiser oh, for the entire uh, individual fundraiser. Nice. Wheels of Justice is beating us by $11,000 wow. as far as teams are concerned. Uh-huh. We're never going to touch them. They've got like 200 members. Never say team, never. But, Though but this time I think you're pretty safe. Saying I'm pretty never. safe yeah, yeah. saying we're not going <laughs> to. But we're, we're, our team is second in fundraising. So we're, we're doing really, really well. But uh, that's all I have to say about that. Amazing. All right. Yeah, uh, no, he mentioned Pinocchio's Pizza, and you know when like something happens in your life, and you you go through like an emotional roller coaster, and you're like really sad, and then you get angry, and then you're frustrated, and then you're sad again. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, yeah, seriously. Remember, I mentioned um, my pizza place was renovating. Oh no. no, they're not renovating. They lied. Uh, they They're closed. out of business? They closed permanently. Now, they have two locations, but the second location... Two locations? Two locations. ...is not really convenient to... I don't think they deliver to Conshohocken. I'd have to go get it. It's in Roxborough. It was... Oh, my um, God. That's you like... want a binky and a... No. Listen, <laughs> listen. That sounds kind of spoiled. No, but I think... Uh, well, it was Maria's Pizza. They closed in Conshohocken. It says permanently closed. Why? I'm so disappointed. But wait, listen. They're opening a little brew house in the spot right on Ridge Avenue. The in, same people are? Uh, no, no, no. I okay. think... I, 
I don't know. I don't know if it's the same. Okay. I, I'm assuming it's different owners. But right. um, yeah, so there's going to be um, like a little tap room right there. Maybe they is, can make uh, personal pizzas and call it the yeah. Kathy. Well, I'm hoping that that because right, they're going to have to serve yeah. some sort of food. So right. Maybe they'll make pizza. There you Probably go. Not, but so they don't have to. There, there's a uh, there's a brew pub near us that, that no you, food. You bring your own food too. Okay. Oh. So, oh yeah, the okay. one in Skipback, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Floral and Hardy does events there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, hey, here's something you can do that most people don't think that they can do, but um, uh, my friend... Squats Russ. Yeah, that's one. Well, that's one, but that's yeah. not the one I was All thinking right. of. Okay. Because uh, my buddy Kevin ended up doing this. You can buy your own pizza bag, so when you go to pick up your pizza... It Keep stays it hot. warm. It stays warm. Casey, I don't even have anywhere to get pizza now. This place in Roxborough, <laughs> that you know, the, the place that is it's closed. Just, I need. I know it's a drive. Jace, and the, Jace, and I decided we're going to go on like a pizza tour of all the the places nearby to find our new plates pizza place because this was our go-to like this is you know we have nothing there's yeah. nothing in the house you let's order screwed. a quick pizza this is where we play with rock it from. landed on you yeah <laughs> but you would never think you know like usually when you go pick up your pizza and i had said this on the air a couple of months ago oh i put my my seat warmers on yeah <laughs> well duh how about i invest 14 dollars and i can buy a pizza yeah. insulation box that That's you know idea. the pizza delivery I, I guys ha- use yeah, yeah I, I have them deliver though i mean so you know it, we go to evos which yeah. is uh, you know right about a mile away from us we but still have them deliver roxborough is not going to deliver to conchi most no. likely so if you, you have know. to go do that yourself if you're a major broadcaster mine. yeah but yeah. but yeah no i see what you're saying case yeah, if yeah. You don't wanna, are they, I don't, I don't do delivery. I just find it a little more convenient to do it myself. Personally. Yeah. So it sounds it like it, it wouldn't be anti that, but this bag is a good idea. Yeah. Get, yeah. A, get, get your bag. So you recently discovered this? Yeah, well, I didn't discover it. It was taught to me. Oh. Yeah. I want you to come in here. There's something to teach you. <laughs> if your pizza is cold when you go to pick it up. Purchase one of the bags those guys use. That's all you got to do. <laughs> A wise one. <laughs> what is this? What's I don't this know. Music. It's from Paige McConnell. He's in this band called. Um, oh, don't even say it. <laughs> I think it's like Pish Fish. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay. Pish. Um, <laughs> so, oh guys, I got to take a pish. <laughs> My yoga studio also closed. Just oh my god! What you need is a top-notch pizza <laughs> yoga studio, <laughs> brew house. Right. There could be positions yeah. where you're actually eating pizza and well, doing a yoga. When you do hot time. yoga, just yeah. let the heat come from the pizza ovens. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Right? Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. Seriously. This, this is really hot in the kitchen. Where why not make it the studio? Yoga in the yeah. Kitchen. yeah. Chuck's dad had said that they should open a store. I wish I could remember I what Chuck's it was. Chuck's dad. Oh, Jesus. Oh, go ahead. No, uh, it was a, uh, there's always going to be a need for two things, and you should open a store that only sells these two things. I can only remember the one. Bras. He's like, there's always going to be a need for bras. Bras and yes. sporks. <laughs> but it's not sporks. I don't know if Chuck's bras, listening right this now. This is or not. Chuck's father. Yeah. Thinks that the two things you'll always need are bras, bras and you couldn't and remember the second one other thing. thing I wish, but it's ridiculous. It's like doorknobs, you know? It's yeah. like, so this store only well, they're sells both knobs. bras and knobs. <laughs> knobs and knobs. Yeah. Knobs and knockers. Knobs and knockers. There it oh, is. That's great. Uh, I think Preston has something to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, Preston. he doesn't. He doesn't. No, he's at a loss right now. <laughs> I left five minutes ago. <laughs> All right, can I mention something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not? 
It's I just had fried show. green tomatoes for the first time. First time ever? Yeah, they're outstanding, aren't they? They're excellent. Mm-hmm. What's the restaurant that that brought those? In the uh, in the it's in the the BLT. Oh, the uh, Irish Horn Bar and Restaurant. Excellent. Uh, I didn't know that there were. Uh, Fried green tomatoes in there. I love them. I love making them. Uh, the only problem is sometimes it's hard to find fried green tomatoes in right. the local grocery store. But they're very, very easy to make. Huh. Just need cornmeal and uh, some buttermilk. Figured and since we were opening up, I'd, I'd let you sure. know. Sure. Anybody yeah, else? Yeah. This is, uh, you know what this is? This is therapy. This is our therapy session. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's On the is. couch with Dr. I'm Elliot. still, Casey, okay, there's... T- <laughs> There's two things that you need to have. Yeah, right. bras, bras and I forgot, that. and I can't remember the other one. <laughs> Why would you even bring that up if you don't know what they both are? Because he someone mentioned... told me the best joke, and I I forgot it. I yeah. can't remember the <laughs> right. I can't remember yeah. the punchline. Uh, no, because Stephen mentioned pizza and yoga, and obviously those two things don't necessarily go together. But I when... I say they do. I and I agree with oh, you. Yeah. I agree with you. So a pizza yoga studio, I think. Uh, it's my next venture. That after the bras and doorknobs. Yeah, bras. No, make the store <laughs> great, Casey. Bras and question mark. Bras. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we just sell bras and then other. The, the, yeah, the other one stuff. Other thing. One other thing is, uh, it's like you know the special on the menu. It changes from day to yeah, day. Byo thing. Yeah. Toilet paper. Uh, I don't would know. That, would that be the other case? Thing? Where's Chuck? Where's Chuck? Text Chuck. It's his damn office. father. Chuck, right. no. You think he would remember? Oh yeah, he's it's the one who dad. told. It's his dad. Oh, he told you. Yeah. I thought his dad told you. What's like years ago or something? Bras and. Uh, All right, Chuck's busy. He's keeping an eye on our other station. Fanatic. fanatic. It's, it's, I think they're having the same conversation down the hall. Program, direct, <laughs> program director. I would imagine. Right. I mean, it's all rumbling through the sports world today. I'm going to do a shout-out. Uh, this email says, hey, my name is Kyle. I'd like to give a shout-out uh, shout to my mother, Amy. She's turning the Big 50, Ooh. Big 5-0 on July 28th, so I'm a couple days early on this. And I think it would mean a lot if she got a shout-out. Both her and I listen to the show during uh, work or podcast. And check out the Daily Rush videos with the Frank Rizzo bits. And whenever you accidentally make up words such <laughs> as the number Faye... Being her favorites. <laughs> Not only do I want to give her a shout out for her birthday, but also because she balances her work life along with taking care and assisting her mother, my grandmother, at the senior living center that she resides in. It's a lot of work. Uh, over some weekends. It's a lot on her plate, but she handles it uh, day by day, and I'm grateful for her to be my mom. Uh, thanks for making us laugh uh, during the pandemic, and happy birthday, Mom. No sad, bro. That is from Kyle Purchase. So this is for his mother, Amy. So shout out to you, Mom. And then one more, I think. Let me see. When is the 30th? Is that this uh, weekend? It's in three days. Uh, Friday. That's Friday. Friday. Okay. Uh, I will do one more. I, t- I try to hit these as close to the date as I can. You're doing Sometimes pretty damn good. I need to get to them or else they'll get lost. Uh, on Friday, July 30th, I'm ecstatic to be marrying the love of my life, Andrew Rowe, in West Reading, Pennsylvania. I love you. <laughs> we met a few months before COVID and made the choice to stay in each other's bubbles. Wow. As our work lives changed drastically, our family visits turned to Zoom chats and more unknowns mounted. He was the one constant in my life. And during that time, we supported one another and fell in love. Andrew is an avid President Steve listener for nearly 20 years. First introduced me to the show on a car ride to Jim Thorpe while we listened to your Discuss uh, the Tiger King. <laughs> and uh, now we listen together every morning, stream everything that we may have missed over the weekends. Uh, we waited a long time to find each other. I can't wait to marry my best friend. I would appreciate it if you give him a big shout-out for our wedding day. Much love. And that is Hillary 
almost row, she well, says. Here you go. So there you go. And, uh, That's good, awesome. Good luck, you crazy kids. <laughs> Starting right. out on life. Um, What do you want to go to now? Well, I don't know. I had a plan, and uh, and... I'm not complaining. No, no. I, I thought it was cool that you guys. Uh, we learned the two things you absolutely need in life. Yeah, we do. We learned one of them. Bras. One of them. There uh, is a store, actually two locations, two locations two that locations. exists already. Exists already. Knobs and knockers. Really? There's one in Peddler's <laughs> Village, and there's local. one in yeah, in Bethlehem. So it's beer. It's beer knobs. <laughs> beer knobs. It's a what new company for Casey. It's beer and doorknobs. Chuck, <laughs> Chuck's here. Chuck's here. Oh, God. Come into the, the microphone. Chuck, he, he opened the door and he shook his head with, with his hands out like, what? I don't, he has no idea. I don't, I have no idea what's happening. Right. Okay. Case, you tell it. All right. The store should sell bras and what? Oh, this story with my dad? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my dad worked at, uh, he had a second job. He was a school teacher, but he had a second job for 15 years working at Sears. Right. In the Deptford Mall. And he said that there were two items that never suffered in sales. I can't remember what the second one was, but it was like it was like paint. Oh, okay. Like, it was like, he, yeah, like, so even you don't remember what the second I don't remember one was? the second, but he's like, we should just open a store that just sells. Uh, no one was bras. Yeah. That's all he can remember. That, yeah. yeah His dad passed away. I know. Years. Call yeah. somebody in the family who might, who might know. Would your wife yeah. know? Yeah. The store doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> but the I mean, stores are the gone. items would. So You know why? Because they sold too many other things that weren't bras right. and paint. And they had us just stuck with bras and paint. I think it was paint. Was it paint? Bras and paint. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think it was like because uh, another thing was was uh, greeting cards. Greeting cards never suffer. Like right when you have to buy a gift, you know, if the economy's down, you still buy the card. The card. You buy the card and the right. gift, or just the card. So maybe it was greeting did, cards. Did and bras. your dad ever flirt with the notion of of a, of a bra and paint store? No. Okay. But he liked to joke about it. Yeah. It might have been greeting cards and bras. Does that makes sense, not, but not paint. It was something like that. I think <laughs> we're going to do pizza. And Preston is not having a good time right now. No, no, Look he at, hated it. It's all over start. his face. He's trying to figure out. He thought you were going to be the solution because it was posed to us that these were the things that you absolutely would always. Man, I was in Joe thrive. Bell's office. I, people are calling. Come help. I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to help you, man. No, I don't hate you. Oh, okay. I, no, the, the whole start of this thing. Well, tell, tell that to your face. Yeah. No, no, dude. I, I, I had a plan. Okay. That plan has gone awry, what? and I've tried to wait for moments to right, I'm just, I'm collateral. take a second to put the plan into motion, and we have now gone past the plan window. No, we have And so now I don't know what here's, to do. Here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you a nice card <laughs> and, a bra. And, a, and a new bra. Casey bra. hates greeting cards, by the way. Uh, no, I hate that they charge so you expensive. $6. No, you need paint much more. Yeah. Why can't you buy uh, several nice... Uh, greeting cards in one box because you can get like a, a box of 10 you, for the same amount. That, well, I know, but like what yeah. I'm saying is you can get a, a box of 10 sort of like generic cards yeah. for the same amount that you spend on one stupid card with the, the bells and whistles on the inside. We actually do have, my, I don't know where my wife finds them, but it's it's like, uh, you know, g- generic messages that is, you write the notation in. Is that a dollar store purchase? No, like no. Oh, yes. No, no, you can get those. You, you mean with nothing written inside, like a blank inside? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, you can get those anywhere. Target has them. No, you can, yeah, you go to, right. you can get, go to the dollar store <laughs> to get your greeting cards. Preston is just watching the show right now. Well, there's we're trying actually... to help you. Your plan has been aborted, so now we're just trying to help. Nick, there is a company. It just says, congratulations on that thing. On that thing? Here you go. All right. Yeah. But you have somebody like my little brother who really takes pride in getting you the funniest 
greeting card. And so, and he sits there when when it's birthday time yeah. and people are opening their cars. He just sits there. He's like, "Oh my god, I think this one's mine." And and then when he you gets read so it, excited. and he like, and he's laughing. He so, <laughs> so my sister, we celebrated her birthday on Saturday, and he had given me like uh, four cards for all of the birthdays that we've missed over the years. And he goes. I think yours is the funniest one, you know. And he was like so excited, and it was it was a pretty good one. It was a uh, it was a poodle, right? And, then, and a bra. And he goes, "This is a poodle," and then uh, and then a poodle that was shaved, uh, and it said, "This is a French poodle," and then a, the poodle on the bottom was completely bald. He goes, "This is a Brazilian poodle." I thought that was a pretty funny one, but he takes <laughs> such pride in these ones. You don't get the funnier greeting cards. At the dollar store, you get what you pay for at no, the dollar store. You get store. a dollar yeah. store greeting card. Go to the two dollar store. Yeah. They'll be twice as funny. No, yeah. but there is a section usually at like CVS or Target or Walmart that has cheaper. Hallmark. Yeah, that has cheaper yeah. cars, and you're still getting better quality than the dollar store, but you're not paying seven <laughs> months for a car. Preston <laughs> hates life. This is I'm just uh, really tired. Uh, <laughs> did you not? Would you like a card? <laughs> Uh, this, this Hall of Fame radio, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I'm not mad. Listen, I'm. Do you see that I'm smiling? He's yeah. fascinated by I'm the just, conversation. I'm, I'm getting a kick out of this. Um, you know, I'm really funny? tired. You know what's been happening to me lately is in the evening when I go home and go to bed, the more tired I am, the harder I am having a hard time falling, falling asleep. Really? So you get overtired? It's weird. Like, All yesterday right. it was really, really hot. I played I, I played around a golf, walked 18 holes, and I was exhausted. And for some reason, I couldn't fade off to sleep. And I wasn't uncomfortable or anything like that. Did you adjust the number on, on the bed? No, I needed you to You should have done that. But, but I was, uh, and, and it, but it happened uh, in my, uh, it, it happened elsewhere as well. And... In Peru was no. was golf part of that as well? No, no. But I've just been and, and I'm in, and around this time of day, I've been getting hit by a wave of tired, and I'm dead ass tired. And you guys are talking about this stupid crap, and I can't. <laughs> you know, bras and paint. I'm loving it. When I joined the show, it was uh, 2004. Kathy had been on the program for about uh, a year at that point. I think she joined in 2003. And I remember you guys telling me stories. And that show then ended pretty promptly at 10 a.m. Yeah, you guys would tell me stories of a. How are we going to fill five minutes? <laughs> we, we just spent five minutes talking about nothing. Yeah. And I think people were kind of entertained by it. No, we don't know. Good. We'll never know. I think, uh, that, but, I think uh, they Hopefully it. they were. I don't yeah. know. Let's check the, the, the text board. All right. That's the most supportive. Yeah. Uh, Hall of Fame conversation right here. This is why you guys are Hall of Famers. This is a train wreck. But, uh, you know, they're texting in. Somebody says yeah. they need to calm down. I don't sound You're not. You're not. You're, you're completely calm. I'm sorry. You're oh, almost. I'm going to freak out. <laughs> That's the worst. Freak out. When somebody tells you're you to calm down. You're almost comatose. Hey, calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Where calm? Oh, that. That's one when you when you get into a fight and and you're you're, you're talking like this and you're saying, "Listen, don't yell." <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh. Dude, Rochelle does it to me all the time, and it's not during yeah. a confrontation. It's when I'm getting frustrated. Yeah. With something, I can't figure it out. Some kind of uh, a piece of machinery or, or something around the house, something that that needs to be tweaked or fixed or or filled out or with the computer, whatever. She comes over with an overly over the top. Can I see that, please? Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, let me tap in. And I'm like, and that, and, then start, she does and, it. and my blood starts boiling at that point. Because <laughs> this is so easy. Let me have this. <laughs> We all have those ways of telegraphing our frustration. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why don't you calm down? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the best. That's why I invented uh, Apology Accepted. That's the one oh, that... Uh, well, what, oh, one, of, one of the worst, and I do it, I'll do it again. If, if, 
if if a kid's crying or, or whatever for no reason, what's so funny, dude? And 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 the, the, <laughs> I'm not laughing, I'm crying. I have adopted that with my children yeah. from you, Steve. Oh, that's great. I think it's the best <laughs> when they're crying. Oh my god, what's so funny? I did a uh, a passive aggressive thing in the airport yesterday. A guy asked if he could uh, charge his phone in the in the. Um, outlet next to mine, right where I was sitting. I said, "Sure." And he, I, he plugged it in. Five then, bucks. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> and and so, um, like two or three minutes later, he said, "Hey, can you hand it to me? I want to uh, check something on my phone." I was like, "Yeah, no problem." So I hand him the phone. He didn't say thank you. Yeah. You know, so I've done two favors for him at this point. Right, yeah. Two, two, and not one thank you either time. And I go, oh, "Yeah, no problem whatsoever." <laughs> and he goes. <laughs> Oh, I mean, thank you. And so I, I caught him not saying the thank you by saying, hey, yeah, no problem. Happy to do it for you. That's fun. No, you didn't mean thank you, did you? Yeah. I had this one time I was at a restaurant. And I told the waiter to come over and taste my soup. He said, well, was the soup too cold? I said, no, just taste the soup, please. He said, <laughs> but you did tell me you whistled at a waiter one time, and the person you were with was like, "Dude, you can't." Oh do yeah, that. so it was my buddy Will's birthday, and we were there with his family, and we were at oh, it's this barbecue place in um, pull this uh, in Bridgeton, and I forgot the name. A really cool live music, awesome place. But anyhow, somebody will probably text in the name of it, and. Uh, and uh, I, I needed to get a beer for Will. He wanted one. And the, the server, I go, hey. And she had kind of walked away and not heard me. <laughs> and I go, hey. I go like that. You know, it's like a whistle really loud. And his daughter turned to me and she goes, Preston, you can't do that. I was like, why? Well, because really? it's essentially, it's like a trained yeah. dog. Hey, doggy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Mayor, who's a good waiter? Who's a good waiter? <laughs> I apologized to her later on because she was walking away and yeah. then she she did about faced when I whistled. And I was like, I just pointed at the beer. I didn't need her to come yeah. all the way over. Yeah. And my line of thinking was, you're already on the way over there. Grab one of these if you don't mind, like saying that to a friend. But what I should realize, too, is she had another order that she was going with, and I'm compacting on top of that. At the end of the evening, did you ever sit still while you put the tip on her nose? <laughs> right. Wait. 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 No, but I came over and I apologized when I was leaving. I'm like, I'm so sorry about that. I didn't realize. I was just, it was, you, you know, I, and so anyhow. Yeah. Well, listen, you, you you learn. I always feel bad when the waiter or the <clears throat> server um, asks if, if everybody wants something and then they walk away and then they come back and I go, oh. Can I get a diet? Uh, like, I should have asked. I, I always say, I'm so sorry, whenever you have time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't need it right away. Right. That's oh. the way to do it. And then I got to be respectful. And then I whistle at her and call her a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know what I did Shut at the up. restaurant the other day? We were at the Blue Pig in Congress, hey! <laughs> at Congress Hall, and we were commenting uh, amongst ourselves how much we loved the napkins that were there. And they do have good napkins. They have great napkins. <laughs> Wait, where? 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 <laughs> At the Blue Pig in Congress Hall. He's yes. right. Yes. They have really so, good napkins. Great cloth napkins yes. with a little design on them. I love your napkins. So we were talking about how we were going to steal I'll them. I'll never forget the napkins. <laughs> Glorious, smooth to the touch. When it came to removing the pasta sauce from my mouth, they were superb. Now, where's this music from? Uh, so there's a band called Fish, and uh, and the keyboardist he did his own solo album and this is like this ethereal music that he did from the uh from the album works are you just gonna leave the napkin thing laying out no but i was answering his question okay what makes it so wonderful uh so the the napkin is just a great design it's blue and it's got like a pig on square as well um so we were talking about how we were gonna steal the napkins and i'm like we can't steal the napkins so i went to the manager and i said to the manager hey listen 
I was going to steal your napkins, but I decided not to. Can I buy the napkins? And he just gave us two napkins. Yes! Yes. Oh my God. Good move. This is my lucky day. Wait, I we... was going to steal this. Yeah, so yeah. we stole the ramekins. I was going to say, you still stole this. Yeah. Salt and pepper shakers were gone. Are you guys familiar with Poshmark? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like a, one like, of the Spice Girls. No, it's oh. kind of like an eBay, Preston, where okay. you can sell. They have the Blue Pig. Cape May, uh, from Cape May, Stop napkins it. on Poshmark for sale. So somebody stole them so somebody and, they're, st- and they're now selling them. them. Somebody find a picture so I can so I can see these for sure. They were supposed to, uh, Congress Hall and Blue Pig were supposed to give us stuff for um, Christmas Miracle a few years back and they didn't. And I'm still mad at them for that. I bought a coffee from the Lanark Diner one time. A mug? A, a coffee, mug? coffee mug, yeah. Oh, you got it for... My, uh, my my best friend's daughter, yeah. uh, Silver Linings Playbook, is her all-time oh, favorite movie. Yes. And they have, you know, he that's where he has the raisin brand. Sure, yeah. And so we were there, and I'm like, can I can I have can I buy one of these mugs? And we're like, oh, we don't. I'm like, no, I'll buy this mug right here that we were using there. Yeah, this sure. very mug? So, yeah, so. Uh, oh, okay, here's what it looks like. Bro. So there, there's the napkin. I can't from really the, see from it. The, it's got yeah. a pig on it. Oh, it's got a <laughs> faded, um, yeah, like. It's not, I wouldn't call it a photograph, but it's a it's a, a print. It's like of, the shroud of Turpig. Of the pig. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like that. It's a good restaurant. It is. It is. Uh, we enjoyed our meal very much, and they have a cat Thank you there for now. the food. It was very good. Yeah. There's a there's a cat that kind of hangs out there, Steve. A little calico. Oh, and uh, we climbed up on the table, started eating some leftovers mm-hmm. and stuff. <laughs> uh, on yeah, your I, table? No, not our table. Oh. The other table. Oh, all right. Casey, we were trying to. Casey feed it. named it. Yeah, his name is Snarf. <laughs> Her snarf. Name. Yeah. Snarf. Her name. Snarf, snarf. Uh, Bill Weston was here, by the way. I think, I don't... He's shaking, no, he's his, shaking head. his head. He's going, no, why? Do you want to drag him into this? This, this isn't good radio? <laughs> train off the rails? This is not good radio. Oh, man. All right. And so we're peeling back the curtain to find out all the things that... Uh, it started with the two most important things anyone should have. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, bras, bras and something else. Something I'd actually parts. like to know... Actually, there was something before that. Where did we start? Um, Yoga and pizza. Yoga and pizza. Yeah, we were there. Kathy's Pizza Place, a bike ride. Prior mm-hmm. to Kathy's pizza dilemma. It was something you were talking about, Case. The bike ride. He brought up Pinocchio's. Pinocchio's He's meeting right. today at right. Pinocchio's. Right, a big charity thing. Yeah. That, that started made, off, yes. made me think of my pizza place closing. Your conundrum, mm. as it were. <laughs> we loading. We want to open up the phones on your favorite restaurant napkins. Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. yeah. <laughs> or things that you, because I think we had talked about whether or not uh, you steal things from restaurants. Like yeah, we've talked about that before, because we've talked cups about the, and the, the Pizza Hut uh, red The red cups, cups are, are, you know, Actually, yeah. what's really cool, and it, it, it no longer exists, but on Ridge, uh, right as you're going into Maniunk, there used to be a restaurant, restaurant supply store. store that had all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. uh, So that moved. Uh, it is now, uh, I believe. In another place. No, it's near, uh, I think it's where that uh, old Sears hardware. Uh, I think it closed, Case. The Restaurant Depot? I think it did. Okay. But you could get all that stuff there. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, you, Germantown you, in 202? Yeah. yeah but you need, a, you need to actually, you needed to have a card, something that established that you yeah. were an actual restaurant. Okay. Well, Marissa knows uh, because oh, it, it, she said I saw her mouth. It moved. I don't <laughs> Hang on. What moved? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I saw her mouth. He saw her mouth. He saw her mouth and, and then his, his genitals quivered. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to unpack in that oh, Casey got a semi out of Marissa's mouth moving. I've never felt this way. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I saw yeah. her mouth, oh. comma. It moved. <laughs> I saw Marissa's mouth and then it just moved. Holy hell. By the way, the Rib House Tavern is the place I was talking yeah. about in Bridgeport. There okay. you go. I knew somebody would check into that. All right, Marissa. Uh, Casey, I think it's up in like the Roxborough, Germantown-ish area <laughs> is where the Russian Depot is. Plus, uh, the Jetro. 
like where the Jetro lot. Yes. That Jetro is a restaurant depot. Oh, is I that right? Yes, I never oh. knew that. I never. I always knew the parking lot is the Jetro lot, but I didn't realize what Jetro was. Oh, okay. <laughs> what were you going to talk about, Preston? Uh, I had 19 pieces of random advice that could save your life. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Who needs that? that yeah. <laughs> we'll lose a couple lives and get you it tomorrow. Yeah, at some point between <laughs> now and the next time. Several people will die, yeah. but right, yeah. But until then, we'll it was save probably it for a stupid time. list. <laughs> oh man! Do you want You're probably Kate, right? Kate, <laughs> you, you can't mention what the off-air thing no. was at this point yet. Uh, that okay. no, no, oh, I don't want to get I him love, in trouble. Well, no, I, I think at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, actually, a lot of people are thoroughly enjoying this conversation. The text messages are through the roof. Are any of them in the room? Uh, No. No, Nobody. That's Kathy writes, I normally don't. Here, here's a a tweet that says, uh, I normally charge my AirPods at 930 while on break, but I'm I'm still listening, and we'll charge them when you go to commercials. So it's entertaining. Okay, good, good. I wanted to try, what, I mean, what we're doing right now, I wanted to try to do this as a, a quote-unquote planned segment where it's like, let's just go into it and stream of consciousness type of, type of break and, and see, you do see that where every it day. goes. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Yes, I do. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Hey, that's what we did. We do that a lot of times. We yeah, do. Actually. We'll go but we, it's because we are just about to enter the... National Radio Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. And that's we where we our, have the confidence. Our good yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, here's what we should do. We should take a break uh, time-wise. So we have to come back and we have to get into the bizarre file. So we'll do that. I'm going to hang on to this. Uh, I have another gift card. I'm going to hold on to it for a moment. But we will give away in a little bit uh, more from uh, the Irish Horn Bar and Restaurant in Stella Artois. Wow. Who are here this morning. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. All right, uh, I got some stories. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, brought to you by Clubber's Gay. Don't miss Sophie D. Miss Sophie D. Uh, this Thursday through Saturday at Clubber's Gay. You can visit clubbersgay.com. The Delaware Valley's premier gentleman's club is Clubber's Gay. So we can do the Bizarre File stories unless you guys want to talk about something else. No. <laughs> A 13-year-old from Queensland, Australia is set to receive $20,000 because she found a very peculiar Doritos chip. Oh, oh yeah, wow. I saw this. Yeah, yeah. Riley Stewart posted a video on TikTok, TikTok uh, showing a chip that was bloated across all three of its points. It's this puffy chip, and she had discovered it while eating a packet of the snacks. The video went cool. viral and has garnered more than 4 million views. Text on the video said, I found a puff Dorito. Is this valuable, or should I just eat uh, Stuart then asked her followers what she should do. TikTokers online encouraged her to create and put uh, the Doritos chip up for sale on eBay, and that's what she did. The listing was eventually taken down. Uh, it was started receiving bids up to $100,000, but I guess they weren't legit or something right, yeah, like that. They have to make sure that they monitor that stuff. So he took it down. After the story attracted so much attention, Doritos decided to offer her $20,000. What? She said, uh, they said, we've been so impressed with Riley's boldness and entrepreneurial spirit. 
So we wanted to make sure the Stewart family were rewarded for their creativity and love for Doritos. Um, their marketing officer had said it had been a whirlwind couple of days for Riley and her family, and we've loved following her story. Riley told the outlet that she had intended to eat the chip, but then had second thoughts. She said, I was about to eat it. Thought I'd better save it for later. Dad is saying that since he bought the packet, it's his chip, but I ate the packet and found it, so I believe it's mine. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever come across something like this in a bag? The anomaly? I always yeah. eat it because I'm like, oh, what does that taste like? Sure. Uh, rare food-based auctions have attracted huge bids in the past. In 2004, a grilled cheese sandwich that appeared to feature the Virgin Mary was sold for $28,000. And more recently, McDonald's chicken nugget shaped like a character from the online game, game Among Us was sold on eBay for $100,000. $100,000. Wow, man. Uh, this is a terrible story, uh, but um, a fitting end. A teenager whose fake call to police in Tennessee ended in the death of a 60-year-old man has been sentenced to five years behind bars and pleading guilty to conspiracy. Shane Sonderman, now 18 years old, was sentenced by a federal judge on Wednesday to 60 months in prison Mm. and three years of supervised release for his role in a swatting call in April of 2020 that led to the death of Mark Herring, who was 60. Uh, Sonderman had targeted Herring repeatedly, demanding that he give up his Twitter handle, which was at Tennessee. Herring, Herring, who had been... Approached numerous times by multiple people to sell the handle, had steadfastly refused. So on the night of April 27th of last year, Sonderman posted the names and address of Herring and his family to a channel on Discord, an online platform for chats and discussion forums. Teenager from the UK, excuse me, used Herring's information in a call to local emergency services and claimed that there had been a shooting in Herring's residence. Herring's family members, meanwhile, had started to receive multiple pizza deliveries that they did not order. Law enforcement descended on Herring's property surrounding his house. Herring, not knowing what was happening, initially emerged from his house with a gun, but immediately complied when police ordered him to drop it. Then he was complying. When he was complying uh, with police commands to put his hands up, Herring collapsed. Herring's uh, girlfriend, Anne, spoke to Sonderman's sentencing hearing Wednesday and uh, said that when police arrived at Herring's house, who's trying to cooperate with, cooperate with them. The Krebs report explains how the victim died. Said, unable to disengage a lock on his back fence, he was instructed to somehow climb over the fence with his hands up. He was starting to get more upset, Billing said. He said, I'm a 60-year-old fat man. I can't do that. Billing said Mr. Herring then offered to crawl under a gap in the fence, but when he did so and stood up, he collapsed and had a heart attack, and he died at a hospital mm-hmm. right after That's that. That's yeah. swatting stuff, man. Yep. And so there have been people who have been shot. By those encounters. Sonderman apologized for his actions at the hearing, but the judge in the case said that although he is giving Sonderman the maximum sentence allowed by law, he acknowledged that in light of Herring's death, the law seemed inadequate. So, yeah, you can't mess around with that stuff. All right, this is not what a fisherman usually catches. Jason Robbins said that he was fishing last week on the uh, Wakama River. When he felt a tug on his line, but it turns out it wasn't a fish, he pulled in an iPhone instead. Huh. Robinson kept the Are phone they running this time of year? in his boat for the rest of his fishing outing, and he later posted a photo of the water-damaged uh, camera that he had found inside the phone's case on Facebook. And within five minutes, he had identified a woman in the photo as <laughs> Riley Johnson. Wow. Johnson said her husband had lost his phone in the river while fishing around Thanksgiving of last oh. year. So it's been in there all that time. And he was able to retrieve a photo yeah, from it. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, she also... There's th- your commercial. Uh, thanks, Johnson, in a Facebook post noting that uh, she would keep the recovered photo and frame it. 
Police and animal control personnel in Kamaz, Washington State, found eight non-native pythons slithering around a recreational area on Thursday. Playing shuffleboard? (laughs) Maybe they were. They captured the three to six feet long reptiles and released a warning on Instagram telling people, please do not release your pets into the wild. Yeah. Authorities didn't say who have might have left the snakes in the park, but assumed that they didn't get there, uh, there on, get there on their own. Uh, the snakes aren't venomous, of course. Uh, these particular pythons hadn't grown big enough to potentially constrict a human, but you can't. That's what happened in Florida, man. <laughs> Just set them free, you know. Well, all right. Anyhow, that's what we're going to wrap up with in the Bizarre File. I have one last uh, gift card to give away worth $25 for our friends at the Irish Horn Bar and Restaurant. I just had, by the way, uh, their bacon-wrapped stuffed pickle. What'd you think? It was excellent. Yeah. It was fantastic. Good stuff. Uh, So they have some really unique dishes like the seared scallops, fried cheddar, grits, spiced tomato, and basil jam. And Steve had the Southern BLT, which is fried green tomato, arugula, bacon, bacon, roasted garlic, and herb aioli, toasted sourdough bread. Really good stuff. So let's take caller number... Uh, 20 at 215-263-WMMR on a $25 gift card. Uh, don't forget that your table is ready at uh, the Irish Horn in Richboro. Uh, we all miss sitting around the table having a drink with our friends, and now your table is ready, and you can enjoy Stella Artois with your friends at the Irish Horn. Great food and a fun atmosphere. Call number 20. You get the goods. We'll take a break and be right back. Lesson, question, trash, music news coming up next. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Coming in for a landing here shortly, so you need to text tattoo to 39333. That is if you're interested in winning a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo, courtesy of Floating World Tattoo and Piercing on South Street. Look them up on Instagram. Check them out online. Go to their location at uh, 1729 uh, South Street in Philadelphia. But have an idea maybe what you want if you're going to win that. So text word tattoo to 39333. All right. Uh, today, we have a lesson question prize to give away. That is a Blu-ray copy of A Quiet Place 2. And the question that we're going to ask about today's program, got to go with this. What musical instrument did Bill Weston want to buy in a pawn shop? <laughs> Two one five two six three WMMR. What musical instrument did Bill Weston want to buy in a pawn shop? If you heard that and know the answer to it, you should give us a call right now. We'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash, and it is brought to you by Dermatology Associates of Plymouth Meeting. Recruiting for a vitiligo study to test an investigational treatment. Adults 18 to 75 can register. Reimbursement may be available. And for more information, you go to PlymouthMeetingDermatology.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, more sexy PDA pics of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez emerging from a yacht touring the south of France where the two are celebrating her birthday. In the new photos from the yacht, Lopez is seen aggressively licking Affleck's dinghy while his face gets all wet after going down below. Actor Eric Bana explaining in an interview why he won't play the Hulk ever again. Bana says he found dealing with the special effects very difficult, and also no one has asked him. (laughs) And finally, Real Housewives star Kylie Richards getting stung by multiple bees at her home after accidentally disturbing a nest. 
Friends say Richard's face and lips were completely puffed up, so they had no idea anything had happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trend. All right, let us go and see if someone knows an answer to this question. What musical instrument did Bill Weston want to buy in a pawn shop? 215-263-WMMR. Remember, you had to have heard it earlier on in the program, and we'll see if somebody has the answer to this. Let's go to John first. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Wonderful, John. All right, what musical instrument did Bill Weston want to buy in a pawn shop? I believe it was a tuba. No, that's no. incorrect. Oh. Good try, though. No, nice impression, though. Wrong, so that was a good one. Yeah, let me go to Eric next. Eric? Yeah? All right, what instrument did Bill want to buy in a pawn shop? Accordion. Accordion. Hang on, Eric. He's got yourself a Blu-ray copy of A Quiet Place Part 2 starring Emily Blunt, which is available now on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray and digital. Uh, Or you can get the two-movie collection available exclusively on Blu-ray and digital. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Armor Metals and Recycling. You can get cash today if you need cash fast. You just bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling and walk away with cash today. Located in Pensauka, New Jersey or at ArmorMetalsRecycling.com. Uh, congratulations are in order to Matt Sorum, the drummer. Uh, he and his wife, Ace Harper, uh, welcome their first baby together. It was on June 11th. I guess they, they hide this information. They do, right? yes. And, uh, and then release it. Uh, it was in Palm Springs, California. The couple waited to share the news until Thursday on social media. The baby's name is Lou Ellington Sorum. Lou? Lou is a girl. Oh, by the way, Lou is female. She weighed six pounds, fourteen ounces at birth. Is that short for Louise? I don't know. It just says Lou Ellington Sorum. That's kind of cool. Uh, Sorum shared several photos on his Instagram account, captioning one: "Our hearts are so full of gratitude that God has brought this angel into our lives. Our Ooh. baby girl, Lou Ellington, is pure love and joy." Uh, back in March, former drummer of Guns N' Roses and Velvet Revolver revealed he and Harper were expecting a baby girl, and show enough. Went ahead and had that. Come right out of it. Mm-hmm. As part of his monthly live archival series, Bruce Springsteen has just issued yet another classic show from the E Street Band famed tour behind 1984's Born in the USA. And the new set was taped August 22nd, 1985, during the boss's 10 night hometown run. At New Jersey Giants Stadium. Yeah, that was a good run. Uh, yeah, Giants Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey, August 22nd, 1985, marks the first archival show from the Born to uh, Born in the USA tour and the second from the 85 stadium leg. In addition to including a whopping 10 tracks from the Born in the USA album alone, it also includes run-throughs of the then-unreleased Seeds, uh, Dancing in the Dark B-Side, Pink Cadillac, Covers of uh, Jimmy Cliff's Trap and Tom Waits' Jersey Girl, and none other than Stephen Van Zant setting in for the final five songs of the night. My, of the concerts that I remember, um, and I, they were a lot of them were broadcast live. So you know there was WNEW New York. The concert right after the release of Darkness on the Edge of Town was one that I I think is probably the pinnacle. Yeah, I, I loved. Though by the time they got to to Born to Run, Bruce was firing on all yeah. cylinders as far as 
being popular and, you know, I mean, he was already a darling and he right, had yeah. tremendous success with Thunder Road and like others. Stratospheric. But it just exploded at that point. Like a bomb. Just huge, yeah. But you mentioned uh, Stevie Van Zandt coming and, and that being special. Was he not in the band for a stretch? I think so. I think he had I think he had wandered away for a little bit. Okay. So who was doing most of it? Was it Nils Lofgren who was doing most yeah, of it? Yeah, and I'm not sure if Nils... Um, was by himself, or or if they had another guitarist on board, and then uh, it would happen. We'd have to ask uh, Kevin Gunn; he would know yeah. all that stuff. He's our he's our Springsteen official. And he went from uh, Miami Van Zant to Little Steven Van Zant. Like he changed his nickname at one point too. When he first, I, drew- I knew he was known as Miami Van Zant. I don't I don't know why. Then Little Miami or Miami Steve Van Zant. Right. I don't know why he went to Little Steven. Don't know. All right, uh, today, by the way, is the fortieth. Anniversary of the re- release of Belladonna. Wow. Stevie Nicks' first solo album away from Fleetwood Mac. I've been listening to a lot of Stevie Nicks. I love her. Although the album only topped the charts for a single week, Belladonna spent nearly three years on the Billboard uh, 200 albums chart uh, from July 1981 to June 1984. Sold over four million copies to date. Belladonna featured four top 40 hits. Her first single, with uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. Uh, that was, I think, the highest charting one at number three. Uh, her duet with former flame Don Henley on Leather and Lace. Another good one. Edge of 17. Great song. And After the Glitter Fades. So that album was, had some teeth to it. Man. Heavy duty stuff. And, 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 you know, she's the songwriter, too, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, back in 1978, Nick's had uh, dropped her foot in the solo waters. By duetting with Kenny Loggins on his top five hit, Whenever I Call You a Friend. Uh, the song which Loggins wrote uh, with Melissa Manchester was featured on Loggins' album Nightwatch, which credited Nick's, unlike the single, which was credited to Loggins only. So, uh, going back to the Springsteen thing. Yeah, we got the man. Uh, we have the man in here, Mr. Kevin Gunn. Hey. Gunner, as we call him around here. Hey, man. Good morning, guys. Nice How's everybody? We're doing wonderful. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. So, what do you know about uh, Steve Van Zant and his monikers, Miami Steve Van Zant and Little Steven? Well, if you've ever seen Steven's wardrobe, yeah, it is unique to say the least. Mm-hmm. He started out as Miami Steve Van Zant when he was in the band with Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes back in the late seventies, because he had a penchant for wearing. Hawaiian shirts, right? Okay. And, he changed uh, that style. He did, well, yeah. yeah. Then he went to the uh, the, uh, the, the gypsy, gypsy, the, stuff. Piece, yeah. the gypsy thing. Yeah. As far as Little Steven's concerned, I just think it's um, it's a reference to his stature. So, I'm, I'm not oh. so sure. Like, I, I mean, I have pictures. You well, guys know that I'm like kind of I'm short, <laughs> but maybe juxtaposed to the big man, Clarence Clemens. Well, yeah. Um, th- well, there's there's a bit of that. Is very short too. So, how, so was Steven out of the? Band for a while? Steven did. Steven yeah. and Bruce um, always had creative uh, headbutt situations. Right. So Steven thought that um, he would go out and uh, try and try and do better in terms of putting his music to some purpose. Right. Um, part of which uh, was uh, Sun City. I think that's what, South Africa or right, something? Right, yes. Mm-hmm. So he, he was big on anti-apartheid. So right. he, he left the E Street Band in order to... Uh, to put his music to a more, you know, a, a more specific purpose. So is Nils Lofgren doing most of the, um, the, the was he did then the main guitarist? Yeah, he he was. Did and anybody I, step in, in in Steven's place or just Nils? Because they both play now. Yeah, when, when later when, when Steven band. was doing um, 
Uh, Lillehammer? Yeah. Okay, so Tom Morello joined the band for a stint, part of the tour, to replace Steven while he was doing Lillehammer. But I, uh. I, I do have a funny story, if, if you have the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, back in the late 80s, I'm working for a company that takes... John DeBella and the Morning Zoo, and then another station from New York, WNEW, to London. Yes. So at one point, we're out to dinner with uh, Nils Lofgren. And to be honest with you, we we truly had a pina colada at Trader Vic's in honor of Warren's. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's the absolute truth. Oh, that's cool. But that was dinner. The next day, we're on the air with WNEW-FM and the legendary Scott Muni. And Nils comes in and tells us, he goes, man, I just got a call. I just got a call from the States. They need me to get back there. We're going to shoot a video for Glory Days uh-huh. in this little club in North Jersey. Ah. And Steven's going to be there. It'll be the first time he's been with the band. So he was nervous as hell. Yeah. And so that was the first time that Nils and Steve I'm... ever were on stage was that Glory Days video. Together. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. And they prominently show those two guys in that video. Like they zoom in on yeah, them Yeah, Jonathan stuff, Demi so... directed it. And, and I think uh. it was... Uh, it was a way for, uh, for you know, oh. to welcome Nils and and to give him the the stamp of the champ credibility, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. I didn't know Jonathan Demi did that because they had uh, in the original video there was a little featurette at the beginning, where right? He's throwing baseballs, and you remember that? Yeah. Or he's working on a on a pile driver and 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 goes out and then throws baseballs. He's a working class yeah. guy. Yeah, it was an odd, it was an odd stretch. They were all trying to sell records on MTV. Yeah. So Bruce had to do that, even though I don't know that he was as comfortable with it as possible. Right. They all look like they have the hot foot. We're watching the video here. <laughs> they even all... did. Do you remember in um, I'm on Fire? There's a there's a little, <laughs> there's a little part where he's a mechanic in the beginning of the video, and the rich lady comes in with the car. And like, I, I can even drive it out to you there if you want. She's like, No, that's yeah, okay. yeah. You know where they, you live? They <laughs> cast him in. <laughs> I look in your window. All yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, I touch myself and I'm in your head. Wow. <laughs> I guess that's what you call too much information. Right? <laughs> oh. uh, I like that video. It's it's very uh, steamy. He, you know, he shows yeah. up he, and then he puts the, the the keys in the in the mailbox and walks away. Yeah, yeah a, a yeah. typical role for him comfortably is the working guy right. who's not rich and sees the rich yeah. lady. And yeah, all I'm, that I'm lucky if I got a hundred million in the bank. <laughs> it's funny <laughs> to see Patty's in that video, but they weren't together yet at that point he was still married to with christine right oh gosh uh, christy's oh yeah yeah yeah. to the the uh the, the model, model and actress yeah, yeah. uh yeah because she's in the the glory days video or yes. yeah that's well, right yeah and patty's <laughs> playing the tambourine drop the car off at my house <laughs> <laughs> holy christ <laughs> look at the hands on you <laughs> what did your mother hump a bear <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> why don't you just carry your car home <laughs> Anyway, Patty's in the video. Uh, <laughs> there he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at them all greasy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I don't even think this hydraulic lift could lift you up. <laughs> God. All right, well, anyhow, well, you answered all our questions. Thank there you, There we sir. go. Hey. Happy to help. Hey. Wealth of knowledge, Kevin Gunn. Jeez, next time, give me a minute to do some research. <laughs> right. You don't, you don't need to. You're a, you're a wealth. Yeah. Maybe we'll have you back on Friday, give you some time to research. Okay. Thank you, Kevin Thanks, Gunn. Love you. I'll try to be careful later. Uh, let's see. By the way, I want to go back to the, I just saw Kevin walk in and I figured we'd put him on right yep. away, but I want to go back to the Belladonna, um, Stevie Nicks. 40 years. Yes. You know her. I'm hanging out. Yeah. Uh, for the last year, for the 39 year anniversary of the album Belladonna, Mike Campbell. Yes. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, uh, had dug out his vintage Fender Broadcaster, which is a, a precursor to the Telecaster. 
uh, which he used to record Stop Dragging My Heart Around to talk about uh, the song's genesis. He is now a member of Fleetwood Mac with Stevie. Uh, and he posted a clip on Instagram in which he talks about uh, the song, uh, explaining that... Um, Wait, which song? This song. Okay. Yeah. He said, explaining that the song has a little bit of a story to it. He said, it started with the music... And the music was inspired by the drum intro to Honky Tonk Woman. Ah. And if you can believe that, he said, I just put two different chords to that feel and, of course, uh, gave it to Tom, and he wrote those great words. He said, we were working with uh, Jimmy Iovine at the time, and he thought the song would work better as a duet, and he was actually right. So Stevie Nicks wound up singing on the song. Uh, Today, I just thought uh, I'd show you how the germ of the song started, and it's swampy blues. It's a swampy blues song, really. So she uh, wanted very much to be in the Heartbreakers. She wanted to be uh, to join the band, Mm. and that was not going to happen. But um, he said, he said there are no girls (laughs) in the Heartbreakers. But you know what? She she could have clearly held her own. I love the story about how you know when uh, they were trying to bring on a a, 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 I'm having a brain fart. into Fleetwood Mac? Yeah, uh, her boyfriend. Um, uh, why am I having Lindsey Buckingham? Lindsey Buckingham, of course. And uh, he kind of pitched the case to the you know the, the rest of the band members. If I'm going, she's coming as part of the band. And they thought, all right, we'll, we'll take this. We'll take her. And she ended up being the hit machine. a dynamo. Yeah. By the way, we have ranked on WMMR.com Stevie Nicks' 50 best songs, if you would like to take a look at that. You know, it's a song that's great. And I think it's actually only mm. on the Fast Times at Ridgemont High soundtrack, Preston, is Sleeping Angel. I don't know it from title. Yeah, I'd have to yeah. Hear it. it's a great song, and it's the one that's playing when she's going to for the the abortion and stuff like that. It's okay. a pretty dramatic scene. Well, uh, by the way, Nick, you had one more story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have this announcement: the 2021 WMMRBQ concert T-shirt is now on sale in the MMR Rock Show. Yeah. Cool looking shirt, man. It is cool looking. It's got this lightning strike through it. Uh, it's real aggressive looking. So. Uh, if you'd like to get it, it's only 20 bucks. It's great for the working man or woman. <laughs> Wear it to the show. I mean, if you're doing working under a car, you want to put something over that because you don't want to get some stains on it. You're all greasy. You don't got a lot of money. I mean, if you're lucky, you got 60, 70 million in the bank. Uh, we also have the President Steve Shark Design shirt, the MMR logo, 20 ounce stainless steel tumbler double wall insulation with twist closure lid. Oh, that's not a shirt. Okay. What is that? It's a tumbler, it's a, it's a, a, a beverage holder. Uh, tank tops, no sad bro t-shirts, hat stickers, Brent Porsche logo hats and t-shirts, long sleeves. We got everything, man. Well, the, yeah, we got it's it good stuff. But the new MMR RBQ uh, shirt is available for your purchase to get ready for that show coming up in September. All right, that's it in music news. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and wrap it up. Stay with us. And Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. In 10.36 with Preston and Steve Show wrapping up a program for the day. A hot day it is. About 95 degrees is what we're going up to, so it's going to be a little bit on the toasty side. No real cloud cover to speak of. And not much in the way of wind. So it's going to be this uh, kind of stale, stagnant heat. Uh, tomorrow, 86, some isolated thunderstorms. Uh, 80 on Thursday with that temperature came some, uh, comes some afternoon rain. And then Friday, our high temperature, 86, about where we should be. Um, and settling even more into the weekend. But uh, we got a hot one today. Heads up on that. Uh, today is a Tuesday, and that means we had to give away some ink. And we're happy to do it all morning long. We've had people text in. 
to try and win a gift certificate from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing for a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. And our winner is... Uh, wow, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Rich Olszewski. Rich O. Rich is from Brookhaven, Pennsylvania. We're giving him a $350 gift card, and that is for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tattoos Day on the President Steve Show, presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. 1729 South Street in Philadelphia for artwork samples. You can visit floatingworldtattoos.com, or you can check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. Thank you to Mr. Kevin Smith. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Great conversation uh, from Kevin this morning. Uh, he's in the middle of, or they're, they're just beginning, uh, the filming of Clerks 3 in pre-production right now, doing table reads and stuff like that, and uh, set uh, design and all. Yeah. Uh, he's excited to be back on the East Coast. Said that before he leaves the East Coast, he's going to come down here and say hello and uh, pop by in the studio. Oh, he'd love that. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. But uh, always great conversation with him. So, and uh, you got to check out his He Man. Yeah, uh, it's on Netflix. Netflix, Masters of the Universe, and it's getting uh, great reviews. So uh, it was cool to have him on this morning. Uh, and thank you to our friends at Stella Artois and the Irish Corn Bar and Restaurant. They're located at eight eighty two Second Street Pike uh, in Richboro. And uh, brought by some amazing food, and we appreciate that. And thank you for giving us uh, some stuff to give away this morning. Pierre Robert is in attendance as well. How you doing, man? Fine, thank you. Excellent. It's going to be a toasty one today. Ready to cool off the gang? I am. Excellent. Let's get started with a letter, man. Okay. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by the letter... U as in uniform. All right. And we have three more to go. Letters, that is, for a Pizik round barbecue and fire pit kit. Yeah. And it's from Landis Block. Landis Block, start imagining your own backyard paradise uh, by looking at the photo gallery online at LandisBC.com. So we give that away on Friday. How's everything going, man? Well, it's going well. Excellent. And uh, on the program today, speaking of cool, I yeah. will have cool in the gang tickets. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> well, they are part of the uh, Hoagie Fest. Right. Uh, with Hall and & Oates. and Which is great. Squeeze and Craig Robinson and the Nasty Delicious. I don't know who that is. Craig Robinson's from The, uh, the Office. Oh, and uh, he's he's an actor, and uh, but he also is a, an accomplished musician, yeah. and has a very wry sense of humor. Plays okay. piano, yeah. has some fun with uh, music. He's oh, uh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. So I guess the nasty delicious is his heartbreakers. Yes. Yep. So to speak. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Look cool in the gang. Oh yeah. Love it. Um, so I've got tickets for that. I've got tickets for Rise Against, which is coming up this Sunday on the Skyline stage at The Man out of Chicago and workforce blocks of The Struts and Tom Petty and Shinedown. Nice. All right. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston Steve Show brought to you today by Acme. They have everything you need to prep for this summer season. Acme Fresh Foods and Local Flavors. Also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. (laughs) And Wilmington University. Ready to make a move? Wilm U works online or in person. You can learn more at wilmu.edu. Uh, tomorrow, a Wednesday, Fox Good Day, secret text word. We're also going to have a guy who's from the area 
who does a majority of the voices, or a lot of the voices, from the movie Space Jam. He is the current Bugs Bunny voice. Oh, that's cool. And his name is Jeff Bergman. Is it Bergman or Borgman? Ber- Berg. It's uh, Jeff Bergman, and he is uh, going to be checking in with us, which is cool. And also from NBC10, live from Tokyo, we're t- checking in with our buddy Keith Jones. See how things are going in Excellent. the Olympic Village. Yep. So that is it. We are done. Rage on, and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Steve. On E33 WMMR. Bing there. Doo doo be do. Doo da da.